to Reality Entertainment presents the Think Tank Podcast. Starring your host, he's a podcaster, photographer, filmographer, writer, conspiracy fascist, entrepreneur, explorer, color commentator, picky eater, fear ninja, secret agent, and the world's most influential humanoid, he is Ryan the Area Man. And now, coming to you pre-recorded from the very secretive D2R Studios, deep undercover in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man. Welcome to the Think Tank Podcast. I'm Ryan the Area Man, and today we have an interview-style episode. Um, it's a guy that I met many years ago um, when I was a groundskeeper for the uh, local baseball team. Uh, this gentleman was an intern. We kind of... Uh, we go through a little bit of that and explain the uh, backstory there, so I won't do my own version here because we do it in the beef of the episode. But anyways, um, yeah, so that's how I met the guy. He was a radio DJ, or became a radio DJ, and has since moved on and uh, looking to possibly get back into that at some point. And uh, yeah, so um, this is a guy that's been trying to been trying to get on the podcast from uh, from back in the the early days of the original D2R podcast. He was uh, he was originally going to come on and and be news guy, and um, that transitioned into Danny's job, and then that whole uh, type of show got uh, squashed, and now you're hearing Think Tank in its place. So. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the setup for today's episode. Um, there's, uh, there's a couple things here. We got, let's see, I put my paper up. That's why I'm, uh, delaying. Alright, um, you think I would know all this information by now, but I like to look at it so I don't goof it up. So, go to, uh, theareaman.com, click the sponsor tab on the Amazon banner, and, uh, that's if you want to buy anything off Amazon. Everybody buys shit on Amazon. So uh, quit lying to yourself. You do it. Take the extra two seconds to go to thearyman.com and click the sponsor tab. And uh, yeah, then click the Amazon banner and just bookmark it. Then you never have to do that again. Then you can always just go to that bookmark. And um, yeah, it is that simple. Buy whatever you're going to buy. Amazon kicks us back a small percentage of their profit and uh, helps out the podcast. Keeps the lights on, keeps the feed going, keeps the microphones and all that. We actually need, uh, I think uh, we could use one more microphone. We could use some new uh, like microphone stands here. Um, we've got one real good one that, uh, you know, when there's knocking on the table... You don't hear it, and then, but we have like 
some uh, some other ones that kind of sit on the table. And when you knock on the table, that vibration goes through the microphone then and uh, makes a horrible sound in your ears. So we'd like to get some more of these um, <clears throat> kind that aren't like specifically sitting on the table. There's like this. There's a way to have these microphones so that that vibration from the table isn't going through the mic into your ears. Um, so we'd like to get some of those. We need some uh, headphones. I don't know if I said that already. Uh, we have headphones, but we have, uh, in particular, one of the headphones is literally falling apart. Like the the soft stuff inside the thing that sits on your ear is falling out, and you know I don't know how to sew the uh, material back on or together to like keep the foam stuff in there. So those are falling apart. We need to get some of those. Uh, my laptop battery claims it's like it's got a red X as long as I keep it plugged in it stays on but if I unplugged it it would automatically like turn off and it says consider replacing your battery so we could use a new battery for the laptop all things to keep the show going is my point um, that's what we would use the money for so your purchase it costs you nothing extra to buy whatever you're going to buy we use that profit that Amazon makes that they kick us back. And you know what? The more that's bought off Amazon, the higher percentage Amazon kicks us back. So, you know, not saying go go to Amazon and buy a house, but uh, that would be huge. That would be huge for us because we'd get a nice chunk of their profit. Not, not yours. It's not costing you anything extra, but Amazon's profit. And uh, we'd appreciate that immensely if you just go to thearyaman.com click the sponsor tab, and uh, then the Amazon banner. And uh, do that every time you go to Amazon. Or just bookmark it and then click the bookmark every time you go to Amazon. So, yeah. Also, do you have a beard, mustache? Know somebody that has a beard, mustache? Um, yeah. Go there, phoenixbeardoils.com, and uh, learn why you should be using beard oils. It uh, talks all about the uh, the science behind it, um, why you should be using them, and tells you about, uh, th there's lots of aromas that are available. Uh, website tells you about, kind of describes each one, and, and the um, the effects. Or there's like a, there's, I don't know, some sort of like aroma science behind it. I, I forget what it's called now, but, you know, Certain things do certain things for you, like, oh my god, this is horrible. Um, for instance, at one point, uh, Dave, who owns Phoenix Beard Oils, was telling me about there's there's a certain scent that it it it's very similar to, like, menthol, or is a menthol scent, maybe? And uh, that's put in with one of these oils, and uh, it's 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 for like people that want to stop smoking. But you have a beard, and you're trying to stop smoking. You do this. Maybe it wasn't menthol. I don't remember now. But there was some sort of scent. I think it was menthol. Anyways, you put this this uh, this aroma in your beard, and somehow this it's like a aromatherapy type thing is is used when making these. And uh, yeah, supposedly it's supposed to help you quit smoking if you're in need of quitting smoking um, so anyways 
the point I'm trying to make is that uh, Dave uses the aromatherapy science when creating these aromas. So, you know, there's it's more than just uh, like a cologne that you're putting on your, your neck or whatever. This is, um, there's lots of different reasons why you should be using the, the oils. Anyway, just go to phoenixbeardoils.com. It's explained much better on there. Uh, you can read all about the different oils and all that. Anyways, when you go to checkout, because you're going to go there and you're going to say, i gotta, I got to get at least try one of these, maybe two or three or four or five. Uh, I think there's like, got to be getting close to like 15 or 20 different aromas on there. Anyways, use the promo code D2R when you're checking out. The letter D, the number 2, the letter R. And uh, you're going to get 10% off your entire order. So the more you buy, the more you get off. And uh, they're going to throw in a free sample. Free sample. So you don't have to pay for the sample. But you also don't know what sample you're getting. But I'm pretty sure it will be geared around the lines of what you bought. So if you buy two two aromas, let's say, uh, the sample will probably be geared towards... Like if you if you picked uh, I don't know whatever just go there do it it'll be fine and uh, let's get into the interview. I am in studio with my uh, co-host Dave. What's up? And my very special guest, Jim. Hi. Do you want to say your last name or no? Uh, we'll just go with Jim first. All right, we'll, we'll go with Jim. Yeah. What up, Jim? Um, now, interesting is I met both of you uh-huh. at the exact same place, mm-hmm. probably in the exact same year. It was uh, the Rockford baseball team way back in really? the day, the Rock River Hawks. Okay. Jim, you were interning. Yes, I was. Dave was head of security. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know well, that. Well, I wasn't head. I was the he head, was the, the head security. security guy. There was two of us. I was the head for, security guy. For game guy. days. Okay. And yeah, then there was the, the night security and, weirdo. I remember that. Well, okay, because I remember. I was like, you're not the weirdo. No, no I'm not the weirdo. <laughs> He's not the, no. He was the game security. I was a game sure. dude. Went around the security polo yeah. and shit. I, I okay. can't remember the blonde lady's name that was in charge. Dawn? Yes, Dawn. Dawn. Yeah. yeah, she was in charge of me. She was, like did my schedule yeah. and shit. Yeah. For a, a period of time, her husband was night security, but there was also another weird guy. Yeah, that, weird dude. I didn't oh, like that okay. did night like overnight, making people didn't break into the stadium yeah. and all that. Yeah, because we were like past like past the baton. And he was a weird yeah. fucking guy. I didn't like talking to him. Yeah. Well, I just I remember we, you and I were I don't know where we were at the stadium, and we got pulled over by him. And he like sat and just and just chatted us up, and I had no idea <laughs> anything about that guy. And you're like, yeah, just stay with our phones. Yeah. So I was there as a groundskeeper. So I was there literally like first person in the morning. And I was like one of the last people to leave at night. Yeah. Dave, you showed up for game time, acted like a badass, kicked people out, and then you left. And Jim, like, I don't. How did we even meet there? Like, obviously we were there. Sure, we saw each other. But what, what were you? There? You were there for radio. Or I something? was there for radio. I was. Uh, um, I had just graduated from uh, MMI. 
and I would come down there for an internship for uh, uh, broadcasting. I never been, never spent a day in my life in front of the mic outside of where I was at MMI. Class, mm-hmm. right, right? Exactly. Right. So here I am. I come down to Rockford. I have no idea what in the world is going on, and like my, uh, honestly, my eyes were so wide, and I just, it's like, wow, this is just amazing to me. Um, I barely spoke on while I was on the air because um, I was more in awe of the guy who was sitting next to me, who was really good at the job that he was Remember doing. Remember his name? Not at all. I, I want to say Brian, but I may be off on that. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to remember. It was Brian. Was it? Cause and he was good. Did you ever meet Bill? Bill Chaya? Um, it's spelled Sazaja. Oh, nice. Wait, or was that? That guy came after you, maybe. After me. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember who was before him, honestly. Like That's blurry. Okay. Whoever it was, that's who you were... Yeah, that's who I sat next to, and I, uh, my job was, uh, and it's you know, take it, taking it back a couple of years here, but uh, this was at the time when um, broadcasting over the internet was just brand new. It was something that had never been done, and the process of doing it was a lot more taxing and done through a phone line, and you had to make sure that the phone line was set up. And that, you know, you were broadcasting on your end, you were really just hoping that it was broadcasting on the other end. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, there was a lot of trial and error, a lot of stuff that was going on there. But I was the one that actually set that up for them. So, and I was the, um, and then I had to go out to Rochelle. Yeah, for away games. For away games and go sit in the room. And they, I think they paid me $50 uh, for doing that stuff. So I was living literally off of that $50. I had no other money. Wow. Yeah, that's good. And they, they, they paid for your, because you, you roomed with the uh, the trainer. Uh, yeah. The uh, one of the guy. trainers. The, yeah. One of the trainers. And then there was another uh, person who was trying to do, uh, do you remember, do you remember Kristen? She was yeah. the uh, uh, the assistant general yeah, manager. Yeah. 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 Um, she, uh, she was, one of the guys that I was rooming with was uh, like mentoring or learning from her how to do, uh, you know, how to run an organization. That was his skills right. that he was going to school for. So it was the three of us and in one in one spot, and uh, I think we spent more time at the ballpark than anything else. Yeah. So, and so it just makes me laugh that uh, the Rockford Riverhawks are named after being on the Rock River, but they are no longer there. Mm-hmm. They're no. over well, on the north side. They're not even right? the Riverhawks no. anymore, are they? They were the Riverhawks, oh, and they, okay. then they built a... St- the same owners yeah. of them built a new stadium way out on Riverside. I don't know how familiar you are with the area, but it's... Right it's off of 90. Right off, oh, the, okay. right off the highway. Okay. And then they, they changed the name to uh, Rockford Aviators. Okay. For, I'm guessing there was some, like, our airport or something around here. I don't know why they did Aviators. And now, they are the Rockford Rivets, because we're known as the Screw City. Rivets, screws. Sure. Clever. Stupid, <laughs> and and yeah, so that that stadium still exists over there. What's but no. the mascot? Are they, is it just a giant screw? <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like if you, I, I feel like <laughs> I, know, if you, right? I feel like if you go to the games now, you're kind of getting screwed. <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but you know, I fucking rivets. What a dumb. I've been man. to the new stadium, but huh. there's something about that old stadium that I there's something about it. I don't know. I like it. It's that yeah. nostalgic. I don't know. I don't know because the area over there is horrible. <laughs> it's yeah. so dangerous. And but I saw about it I like. And there's a baseball. That was, I mean, on the third baseline. People, were, <laughs> people <laughs> were really worried about it, um, about it not being a good area. I'm not, I'm still not sure, you know. Oh, it's a bad area. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
But, um, I mean, I never had any problems. I will say, though, a funny story about uh, being there. One night we left, and it was a, it was a late night. And the thing about uh, where uh, Marinelli Field and the ba- or the baseball diamond is on um, uh, in that park there is it's actually there's a long stretch of uh, driveway that you have to go through mm-hmm. in order to get to the ballpark uh, from the street and it's horribly lit. Uh, there's mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. I don't know if it still is at all or not. Yeah, it's, but it, it's probably worse now. There's no <laughs> updates. <laughs> oh, okay. It's right on the ledge of falling into the river right, right, right way right. down that mm-hmm. hill yeah <laughs> exactly so uh i just remember one evening i was leaving and there's this girl walking and i had no idea that she was even there uh until like literally i'm like right next to her i was like oh my god you know i, had, I almost hit you <laughs> so i i was like well that's not safe let me go ahead and i rolled down the window and i asked her i said do you want to ride home oh, oh i'll god. be more than happy to give you a ride home and so she's like are you serious so like, yeah you know I, I have no problem with that so she jumps in and drive down, and we're uh, she she didn't live that far away from Marinelli Field, which apparently is a bad area. And she like we're driving along, and you know just kind of chit chatting her up and everything. And then she's like, "Well, you could stop and pull over here." I'm like, "Is this your place?" She's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Okay, uh, what's going on?" All right, well, whatever. So she gets out of the car. The next day, I found out find out her dad actually works at uh, the baseball field. Uh, as one of the uh, one of the garbage guys who you know or you know something on around maintenance, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> so I see him and I was just like I hope you don't mind you know that I, you know, I took her home nothing happened I was just I'm being legit, and you know his response to it was I don't care what you guys do you can do whatever you want, and I had no idea <laughs> what the hell that meant but I think it was you or somebody else told me that he was like giving me permission. To go ahead and like start dating her, and I'm like, wait a minute! All I did was give this poor girl a ride home, yeah. <laughs> and I almost killed her, right. you know, to start the, <laughs> start the whole event. And here you are, you know, giving me your permission. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all what I thought. <laughs> I'd say. Uh, I'd say that. You guys are happily married now, is what you're yeah. No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> you got it right when he's taking a drink. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. timed. Yeah, right? No, I've, I I, don't think I ever saw that girl again. Yeah. I have no idea who she was. So, um, yeah. Funny thing is, I've got a milk carton with her picture right over here. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Since when? 2003? Yeah. Uh, I never know. Excuse me. I'm sure she's still somewhere. No, it was before 2003. Wasn't it? Was I married when? I don't remember. I don't think I was married then, was I? We never got into your marriage. What's weird is I met Dave based on his ICP tattoo that he had. Yeah. I was like, oh, uh, you like ICP? That's how yeah, we started talking. We started talking. Yeah. And oh, I forgot about that. You were an ICP fan, weren't you? Yeah. You had the t-shirts. Yeah. Still do. I still have all of them. I just don't wear them. Okay. Um, I still got the hockey jerseys that I wear every once yeah. in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So then you... From what I remember, and I don't know how much you want to get into with that, I remember sure. you getting pissed off and saying, fuck this, I'm leaving, I'm going back up to Madison. Or something. There was some beef or something that well, went down. Well, okay, I mean, to to be honest, um, I figured this was going to get brought up. <laughs> I, um, I, the thing is, I don't remember what it was. I remember, it seemed like it had something to do with the GM. Yeah, the GM and I Mike? did Yeah, the GM and I didn't Raps. agree. Um, yeah, yeah, at all uh, on too much. I don't think he really... 
he didn't really help me at all as much as he was willing to yell at me. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the big that was the big thing for Kristen as well too. Was um, she had a she had a problem with him because he wasn't helping me. He wasn't doing anything yeah. to kind of help me out. And they feared it too. Right, the two lot, of them all the time, yeah. yelling, screaming, and throwing shit. Oh, I, awesome. I know a lot of the inside baseball on that. Yeah, like, no pun intended. <laughs> but yeah, I. I yeah, without getting so, into all that, let's yeah, just yeah. talk yeah, about so, Yeah, just talk about me. We just um, care about Jim. <laughs> so he was, like, he gave me all these things on what I what I had to do, but never actually took the time to explain how I'm supposed to be um, doing all these things. Uh, another thing was, is I was actually, uh, it, was a, it was on me, which I had no problem going ahead and doing it, but it was on me to go ahead and do all the updates of the baseball games, the finals, the scores, um, you know, who did what and that type of thing. But nobody actually gave me instructions or anything like that. Um, on how to Yeah, on how to go ahead and do it. So the next thing I know, I'm getting... I, I'm sure I'm getting ridiculed in uh, you know in managers' meetings uh, about my style and how I'm writing. But I mean, if you're not going to teach me, I have no idea. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, and then finally, uh, him and I just didn't see eye to eye because I had I hadn't sent a fax to a specific location, and it had been multiple times that I had done it. Now the thing was is the fax machine, and I. It, it was my mistake. I didn't go back and do the actual work to make sure. But what I did was um, you could do multiple fax numbers at one time, mm-hmm. but you had to manually type every single one in. This is back before you could actually go through a directory, you know, like type right. the numbers into the thing. And, you know, this is way before that. You had to manually type everything in. So I would keep typing all this in. Whether or not it actually went through, I have no idea. I just went ahead and did them. And then he would look back on the spreadsheets of what was actually sent out and the ones that he didn't, that... Uh, were missing, um, you know, were showing up on there, and but it didn't show that I actually did the the manual work. I right. I did type the number in. It's just it didn't like, send right exactly. And back then that that was pretty sketchy. Right, that's pretty common for shit not to go through all the time. Right, exactly. So and and he and I, you know, just didn't agree uh, many times on on stuff like that. So. Finally, one day he was just—he actually—he came up to me and he's like, "I'm taking you out of the—I'm taking you out of the booth, and you could go and work on you know on the field and stuff like that." And I was like, "No, I'm out of here." I mean, I just like I, I'm done with this, and so I just left. Now that being said, unfortunately, I did get to grab some novelty stuff, uh, but I didn't get all the players to sign a ball, and that's what I was hoping for. Yeah. I think I only got like 15 people to sign it out of the 25, you know, uh, members to a team. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was just one of those things that kind of just you know spur of the moment thing, you know that took yeah. place. I was like, I'm out of here, I'm done. Yeah, um, I'm glad I did. It was it was a it was a good experience, but yeah, one I don't want to relive. Yeah, so. <laughs> and then uh, it got rocky for me. Did it with not necessarily with him in particular, but with uh, other people that I had to deal with out there. Like at one point, I quit. I was then brought back. I think you quit, but just before I quit, and then you ended up coming back. Well, I, that's the thing. I quit because of uh, uh, there was, I felt like we were being way overworked and underpaid, and then I was because I had kept certain connections with people that could rehire. Sure. With once the person that was the problem was out of the equation, then I was brought back the next season. Sure. And you know other things happened and it just was a mess after that and anyways yeah but it was like i look at it this way if i didn't work there 
I would have never met either one of you guys. Right. True. Right. And true. Uh, then who knows where, where this not, podcast is. That's be. not true because I worked there with you and I've never met him and now I'm meeting him now. Right. So you can't always say that. I think so because how would <laughs> I have met either one of you if I wasn't there? Ice I don't Hawks. think I, I would have met you at the Ice Hawks. I would have seen you at the Ice. I don't think we would have met because I saw Eric for how many years? I didn't meet him until he you didn't have ICP him. though. Yeah, he wasn't. But I wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. I might have saw there's a guy with ICP jersey, but that's it. As for Jim, I don't think I would have ever met Jim. And without meeting Jim, I would have never known about Madison Media Institute. Right. I may have found out about it, but I don't think I ever would have went there. Sure. He's the one that pushed me into that, which was I went there for film, but I had a minor or whatever you what was the minor there that was you could do i had video production was the major sure audio was the minor sure which in a roundabout way here we are doing audio not mm-hmm. filming it sure mm-hmm. which was so he's the one that got me into that and i came up to madison and like it's patchy but i remember us walking around was it state street main street whatever the yep. street is that you can walk down yeah, we did. Um, we kept trying to uh, get together and hang out, um, but you know there were times where we were supposed to hang out and you needed to get back in town for whatever reason, mm-hmm. or I uh, wasn't able to do it on my end. Um, but there were a couple times we yeah. could get we would hang out together. a, a mm-hmm. few times, and I remember being at w- either one of your friends or where you were staying or something like that, where they had like all the DJ scratching equipment and all that, and you guys would put through the play the records with uh, electronica music and techno and all this and <laughs> do you remember any of this no no <laughs> that's why he's looking at me like i have no idea what you're making up right now <laughs> but no i remember doing that we were at somebody's house it was and they had this big huge setup with the the two two turntables turntables and, and all microphone. the shit in between no microphone but i think at the time you were working for it was some sort of it's like you were DJing events, weddings oh, or something yeah, like a, that. I was a wedding DJ for a while. Yeah, so after, so before I actually went down to uh, Rockford, um, I was a wedding DJ um, at uh, uh, a local business uh, on the on the uh, west side of town. And he, the guy just ran it out of his house. And then I, re- I pretty much was burned out with that. And I was like, I'm going to jump out the opportunity to go down to the Rockford uh, Riverhawks. And... That didn't work out, and I ended up going back for, I think, another two seasons um, as a wedding DJ. And that was uh, a stretch of my life I can, you know, know, do without. (laughs) (laughs) Not not your favorite part. It was, yeah, it was not um, another situation, overworked, underpaid, you know, for the amount of stuff that we had to do. So, I mean, uh, um, this guy was charging... It was just starting to come up where for an eight-hour wedding show that you could do, uh, he was charging like $1,100, and he was paying us like 350 And we're like, oh, we're the ones doing the manual labor. Right. You know, I, I understand that it's your equipment and everything like that, but <clears throat> if that's the case, then what you should do is you should actually pay us more and then uh, have, you know, rent us, or, you know, have, force us to uh, rent your equipment. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you would make your money. You know, that's right. the way he should have done it, but he was, you know, more money hungry. So, and then just before I ended up leaving there, he was charging, I think it was $1,500 for an eight hour show and paying his employees uh, $400 for wow. per show. And I'm like, 
Yeah, I, I'm leaving. Well, and then, and then on top of which, there was no health insurance or anything like that. Right. And that's mm-hmm. what everybody was really. Everybody loved the job. You know, that was there for as many years as they were. They they were there because they had liked what they were doing. Uh, and in a lot of respects, there's not a lot of work to be done. So it's it's almost so. like you're get, getting paid between three fifty and four hundred a week because you really can't do. Mo- I mean, you could, but it's few and far between. You're going to have the ability to do more than one wedding. Especially in one day, but let right. alone in a weekend. It's going to be Saturday, right? Pretty right. much, you right. know. You're, it's rare you're going to get like a Thursday and a Saturday where you could make eight hundred or seven hundred or whatever it is, you know. Right, exactly. So yeah, you're li- kind of living on that four hundred bucks. And yeah, I mean, it's and a lot of it was just straight up cash, but at the same time, it, you know, there's no health insurance, and right. we were using his his vehicle so if we got injured or you know got into a car accident and needed to go to the doctor we'd have to go under his insurance to cover those bills mm-hmm. or hope that we <laughs> right. cover it you know yeah. so yeah. so then now i don't know if you did anything else after that but i remember he worked for i believe this yeah. is all coming from memory so correct me if i'm wrong sure magic 98 yep yes the radio station yep as okay. What I always thought was the greatest, one of the greatest, <laughs> the funniest names. I don't know why I found it so funny. You were Guy Sanders. Yep. Yeah. I still have the ba- I still have the badge. <laughs> I still have the uh, name tag. That well, I got well, why the name? Like, um, my wife actually came up with the name. Okay. Uh, we were dating at the time. Um, originally, what we were supposed to, what we were doing uh, was we had uh, after about three months of dating, she had asked me to go out to San Diego with her. And to go visit a friend of hers. So we flew out to San Diego, spent a week there, and I fell in love with that place. I love that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, very nice, very warm. Reminds me a lot of Madison, uh, except with palm, you know, palm trees. And nice. And nice. <laughs> yeah. And, <No>. and uh, <clears throat> then we uh, came back, and we were talking about, we have nothing that's keeping us here in uh, Wisconsin. Um, why don't you go ahead, you know, why don't we move uh, to San Diego? And I said, well, before I go, I want to give it one more shot, and I want to apply for a position that I heard about at one of the local radio stations. So I applied for the position, and sure enough, I ended up getting it, so that's why I'm still here, uh, is because I got that job. And um, I started doing weekend overnight shifts. So from 11 o'clock at night till, I believe it was 11 o'clock in the morning, because I would do my shift till five in the till six o'clock in the morning, and then I had to do a Casey Kasem uh, mm-hmm. show afterwards, and so I'd have to sit there and just man the board for you know for those right. for those hours, uh, and then I would be able to go home. So I was in Dreamland. I mean, I loved it. I was doing it for uh, three nights a week. It was phenomenal. I was making you know, I was making crappy money, but I mean that wasn't that's what it, that wasn't what it was about. It was about me just learning about mm-hmm. uh, the, the equipment and that type of stuff. So um, fast forward then a little bit, you know, you know, about a year later, and then my wife gets pregnant, and that's when I was like, I have no choice. I have to, you know, come up to him, my boss at the time, and say, um, you know, either more shifts or I got to find something else. And he just flat out told me, "Have you ever considered getting another part-time job?" And I was like, "Well, that pretty much lets me know mm-hmm. I'm not going anywhere in this business, and I'm never going to get 40 hours." So, um, and then, because it was uh, 36 or more guaranteed you insurance. Right. And that's what I needed was to get insurance. And so he was like, no, why don't you just find another job and just keep this as your second job? I'm like, nah, I can't do that. So I ended up just having to leave and get a real big boy job. That sucks. So what was your radio voice? Yeah. Do you remember? I I Uh, remember you kind of gave me a little, this is all vague (laughs) and I I don't even, I remember, I thought it was 
you, you, you kind of went into the, hey, are you type of thing. Well, you know, it, it, right. Um, it, it would be more, um, I don't know if I could do it right now, but it would be more about just kind of dropping your voice, and, you know, when you talk and you talk. Uh, when you talk, you enunciate your words, so you'd be, you know, like, I don't know. Pick an artist. Unlike what I do, I don't. I don't enunciate. Pick an artist. Yeah. Like a singer. Yeah. Um, Insane clown posse. No, no. <laughs> that's a bad example. Someone that enunciates. Well, no, no, no. No, because uh, he's well, gonna. He's gonna basically oh, the primo. The primo. Okay, the promo let's for do. The shot. All right. There's a uh, a concert coming to town. Okay. And you're you're gonna try and promote it. Who's who's the who's the big headliner? Let's say Cheap Trick. There. Cheap Cheap Trick. <laughs> cheap <laughs> Trick and opening for them. <coughs> Let's go something weird like Cannibal Corpse. It's, oh really weird. Uh, it's a really weird concert. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's playing at the uh, which is really kind of f- yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is really kind of funny because Magic ninety eight is like uh, the demographics are twenty five to forty five year old women. So the fact that you threw <laughs> Cannibal Corpse in there, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll see what I can do. With that. <laughs> right. um, okay, so it would be. Uh, um, <clears throat> Magic 98, your station for real music variety. Coming up this weekend, got tickets available for you for the uh, um, the um, Rockford's own uh, Cheap Trick. Not only are, is Rockford known for a uh, great band like Cheap Trick, but they're also known for the, uh, what is the uh, uh, baseball team? Rockford Riverhawks. No, no, no. no the, Ribbits. The, the, the women's team that used oh, to be up Peaches. here. Peaches. Yes, the Rockford Peaches. <laughs> yes, we got tickets coming up. Opening uh, opening for that show coming up is going to be Cannibal Corpse. Doesn't sound right, but we got tickets coming up for you in the next hour. Be caller 11 right here at Magic 98. John Cicada helping you get in the, into the mood for the morning with great real music variety. Magic 98. So nice. that was uh, yeah. John Cicada. <laughs> and it was the, the one song that everybody knows of his. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so nice. that was awesome. That was so did you have to screen the calls then and while the music's playing and shit like that? Or? Yeah, I, did, I would get calls coming in. Um, the, the thing about the thing that was really funny about the, the calls that I would get in, um, usually it was really lonely women mm-hmm. that were, you know, just calling up, you know, because they'd hear your voice and they'd be like, ooh. Ooh, you know, yeah. Um, Were they, they like people calling in requesting songs uh, or anything um, like that? No. Well, once in a while you would get uh, people like that. Now, the, um, the demographics is that it's just a set list, right. you know, that that you play from. But that being said, I didn't always listen to it. So there were times I'd be like, "Oh, you want a song played? Sure." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, this is supposed to be, um, you know, the, my stretch where there's 80s uh, music all kind of grouped together. All right, I'll throw a 70s song in there, right. you know, just to kind of mix things up. So, you know, there's that one guy, what the fuck? Yeah. If <laughs> <This is laughs> you're overnight, so it's not like your your boss is paying uh, strict yeah. attention to what you're playing, you know. God, I hope not, because that's, yeah. <laughs> You'd be a deep shit otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was like, yeah, get another part-time job, dude. You're not playing my set list, you're fucked. <laughs> no, I mean, but yeah, I mean, doing the overnight, though, that's probably when you could squeeze in a little something every once in a while that you wanted. Right, and I I took it too seriously. I didn't have fun with it. Um, you know, like his, uh, uh, the program director was very, like, you have to make sure that you hit the post and you're right here with this. I, I You know, you'd let it play, and you would have a bed of music that, uh, you know, before the actual uh uh, lyrics came in, and that's how much time I had. Sometimes I had six seconds, sometimes I had ten seconds, um, and that's the amount of time that I had to talk. Little did I, I, I didn't take it upon myself to be like, turn it off, talk, and then when I'm ready, hit play, 
and let the music play like that. Yeah. I was more like, I'm afraid that I'm going to get myself into trouble. I mean, knowing that now, psh, yeah, I'd be getting called in a lot. Jim would be doing a full-blown hour-and-a-half podcast in the middle of the night. We're going to turn down that John Cicada now, and I'm going to tell you about my theory on religion. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned the Post. There's a radio station in Texas, uh, in Dallas, I believe, or Houston, I'm not sure which one. They do at 8 o'clock in the morning, they do a hit the Post sure. contest for listeners, and they have them play against oh. each other and stuff. It's pretty cool. Oh. They have three of them, and then they give them whatever songs come up. And they, it's pretty cool. I watch it do that. I listen to it on TV or on the radio. That's interesting. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So yeah, when you start talking about, oh, I know easy. exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, that is not easy. I mean, ten seconds. Like, just imagine you have to talk for ten seconds, and you're just sitting there watching that clock just count down, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my god, I have nothing to. Yeah, and I just said everything it, right in at four that. seconds. Yeah, yeah, and you're oh crap, I still have to eight. You know, six magic seconds ninety magic, and you just yeah. that's why they keep <laughs> playing those things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. so you got to rely heavily on improv a little bit then too. Don't you, you do, you do, and I actually it's. Uh, I couldn't. I'm not the type of person that um, is willing enough to just go off the cuff. So I would actually write down what I was going to say. So you would find scraps of pieces of paper all over the place uh, Mm -hmm. after I got done because that's what I was doing with just writing, Mm -hmm. you know, little things that I was going to say when I got on the on the mic. That's why I apologize for putting you on the spot then earlier. No, yeah, yeah, right. That's why I sounded as bad as it did. He's a pro now. Um, Honestly, when we first started doing these podcasts, I would literally. I don't know if you remember when we first started. Mm-hmm. I interviewed Dave early on, sure. and I would have like pages of, have an outline of questions of mm-hmm. exactly where I wanted the interview to go, down to the question I was going to ask, and I would literally ask the like it was like a job interview recorded, okay. and, and then yeah. and now, Jim, I have nothing on the table. <laughs> Retaining to you because okay. I've taught you well. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we've honestly been doing this now since 2012. Sure, and it, I mean, I when we have like a band come in here or something, I might pull some shit up. But it helps having the laptop too. Sure, just to like reference things. But yeah, it's it's honestly it's easier just to have that conversation. Right, just let it go rather than trying to. Oh, I gotta ask this, and I gotta you know, because you sound like an asshole. Or not an asshole, but like. Yeah, an asshole. A nervous I mean, man, you know. Right, exactly. And you have to follow a certain way, and that can, it doesn't make it sound smooth. It's all about reps, though. The more you do it, the looser you get, the better you get. And I still stumble through half the shit that we do on here, but it's because I have so much stuff in my brain. And, but it's Wait, you're saying I don't stumble because I ain't got shit in my brain? <laughs> no, I you stumble because I think you have way, like, the shit we talk about on here. Yeah. When you have so much going on, like, you're trying to remember everything. It's hard to, dude. It's. I like your side that says Rockford's number one podcast. Does Rockford know that? Uh, <laughs> Do they know that you're number well, one? Here's the thing. Every, <laughs> every news station in Rockford claims they're Rockford's number one news source. Oh, yeah. sure. So yeah. I figure if, if every news station, all four of them, can all claim to be number one, then <laughs> I think I can claim to be Rockford's number one podcast because I don't know any other podcasts in Rockford. Okay. And, okay. to be fair, we're not in Rockford. <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> Who gives yeah. a shit? At this point, exactly. I can be Madison's number one podcast, too. Sure. I'm just not going to pay for another banner. <laughs> so, yeah. what, you, what you could do is actually have a little label so that every time somebody comes in, yeah. you just put it over yeah. the top. Oh, dude, that's, that's not a good idea. idea. <laughs> Whatever city that represents. Yeah. Did you know, we were, we're Madison. Just make it like an LED. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, can just scroll and you just type yeah. it in and it'd be che- cheaper. Yeah. Maybe we get one of those LED things. <laughs> That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good idea, right there. We're getting there. <laughs> you come back in a year, we'll have that. Sure, sure. we'll have a hologram of us just waving at you when you walk in. <laughs> yeah, it'll all be automated. <laughs> 
I'll actually be in bed upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in Tucson or somewhere. Yeah. You know, just fucking be somewhere out. in the world making uh, TV shows for Frito Lay. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, that's what I do. Okay, so outside of, outside of here, that's what I do. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Then you left there. So you, where yeah. do you work now? You work for, I believe you. You said I don't know if you have any jobs in between there, but UW. Well, yeah. yeah, I do work for UW now. I actually work with the uh, UW Medical Foundation and the hospital and clinics. Uh, I work in IT. So uh, basically, I'm a, a glorified call center. So all calls just come in, and I just field them, route them accordingly, uh, based on whether, based on their issue. Uh, to the next team up. Juno. Uh, whoop, look out. Juno. You're going to choke yourself, stupid dog. Dogs <laughs> in the studio, and she's not the brightest. There we go. All right, there we go. All right, Juno. She's not used to three guys down here. No. <laughs> and someone actually giving her attention. Yeah, you just ignore her. Yeah, there we go. I forget she's here half the time. Go lay down. Yeah, so um, uh, the good thing, though, is uh, um, I get to do it from, from home. So I actually oh, sit nice. in my basement and just sit there with a headset and just look at a computer for eight hours. And once nice. I'm done, yeah. And best part is I get to wear sweatpants and there's no there's no protocol at all for what I wear, you know, in, in my basement. And then I get to literally just <laughs> roll out of bed, turn the computer on, turn the coffee machine on, and that's I start my day. Yeah, I mean, that's it right there. So now that's is there. Yeah. I, I do think, like, since I was getting the visual, like, you getting up, showering, putting your suit on, walking down to the basement. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Then I was also thinking, like, how nice would that be to do, like, just get up and just go turn on. But then I think I'd find myself going up and falling asleep on the couch watching TV because there's oh, nothing happening right now. Sure. And, like, slacking off. Like, I don't know. If I almost need to go somewhere, I think, in order to, or, like, how I, this would be, like, my office. But if sure. I could get paid to do this... But Dave and I, we find ourselves like looking at YouTube videos. The next thing you know, it's two hours later, and we're sure. still watching the YouTube videos on all this shit that we should be recording on. You right, know? right. Well, t- typically, what I do is just, uh, yeah, I will do that. Like, I will have, um, I have a TV uh, in my area, and um, I'll be broadcasting something on there, or I'll have uh, uh, my iPad hooked up, and I will, you know, be broadcasting a radio program or something like that mm-hmm. while you know I'm supposed to be working. You know, so that it kind of takes <laughs> takes care of that right. issue of wanting to go ahead and do something else yeah. uh, instead. But I mean, honestly, I, I got two. I got two monitors. I could be doing work on one and be doing whatever I want on the other one. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm entertained yeah. to say the very least. That's you awesome. know, and then all I have to do is take myself out of the queue, go to the bathroom, go change a load of laundry. You know, whatever the case may be, come back, get back into the queue, and that's it. You know, so, and I get paid hourly, and I get to work overtime, so I'm not complaining. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty bad. That is awesome. I want that job. I want to stay (laughs) home. Stay home, because it's like what you could do. You could do so much. You could. On, like, of things that you want to do that, like, you couldn't do if you were in a cubicle somewhere. Right. You can't go change that laundry. Right. Right. Or whatever, you know. Well, and and the other thing is, like, what I want, you know, I I still get a 15-minute break. I still get a half-an-hour lunch. I get to walk away, like, and I don't have to be in front of there. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, if I'm in the office, I'm still at the office. I might be on my break, but right. I'm still at the office. Well, no, here yeah. I get to just completely step away. See, I don't get a break or a lunch, and I work uh, three twelves and a six. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> no break, no lunch. Yeah, I get luckily if I get a bathroom break, it sucks, dude. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm not even kidding. Well, your salary, though, I'm salary. That's yeah. different. You can take a break whenever. 
I, in, I don't. I can't kind of. though because I'm the only one there. Right. I mean? But in a way, you I run the dispatch center for Frito Lay here in Beloit. Oh, or wow, up there yeah. in Beloit. Um, so yeah, when the trucks are coming and going, I can't be not there because they can't come right. and go. So sure. Is there ever a moment when there's no trucks though? Like, yeah, yeah. That's, so that's, like, that's when you go take your shit. No, no, you don't no? have time because if I walk away, take a shit, someone comes up. Oh, when they pull up, yeah. You know. Do you, catch, it, do you catch yourself or no? <laughs> no, no. I usually will. Uh, I will, like especially Saturday, because Saturday I'm completely by myself. There's nobody in the office next door. It's just me. So I'll I'll look at the camera and see what's coming in and see if no one's coming in, no one's leaving. I got enough time to take a quick piss and come right back, and that's sure. that's as far as it goes. So you got to really train your poos. Yeah, because for twelve hours you're not pooing. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, it's you're not eating a burrito. No, no, you, you, you poo in the morning, you poo when you get home. That's yeah. it, man. You know, yeah, yeah. but yeah, enough about me. Back to you. Um, <laughs> so that's what you're doing now, and, and yeah. you have a daughter and a I wife. Have a daughter and a wife, and Three, uh, two dogs, four cats. Jesus, yeah. so you have a full house. I do. Yeah. Or is it a fuller house? Oh well, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sorry, God. that was a horrible joke. It was um, terrible. Yeah, terrible. Just about as bad as the actual show. <laughs> you actually watched it? No. Okay. My daughter has it. Oh, oh, <laughs> um, so what else we got going on? What, what, do you, what else are you doing these days, like for fun? Uh, in the for Mad fun, City. Well, I'm coming down here uh, to come and see you guys. That's yeah. fun. And hang out. So I want to be doing that a little bit more often. See what happens there. Um, aside from that, uh, just been really just working a lot of overtime. We do have the opportunity to do that. So that's what I've been all my time is uh, being taken up doing that right now. Right. So. What's the wife do? Uh, she is a supervisor in medical coding for the uh, for the UW as well too. Cool. So cool. she's you met her at? I met her at uh, on State Street. She was actually at the. <laughs> manager- I vaguely remember this. Yeah, she was a manager at a coffee shop that I've known about this coffee shop since I've since I was little since I since I, my first time that I coming down to Madison I think I was 11 at the time um, I've known about this coffee shop so I mean that that is like my when I think of Madison that's this place and she uh, she was the manager at the time and I was the manager at another restaurant uh, down the street and I used to come in and uh, visit her and get a cup of coffee and before I knew it I asked her out and yeah Nice. Rest in history. The rest so. is history. How old's your daughter? My daughter just turned eleven. Wow. So, yeah. So you've got uh, what a fifth or sixth grade? She's going into sixth grade. Yeah. She's going into sixth grade. So yeah, there's just a lot of uh, realizations coming on here. So yeah. junior high, right? But but the good thing is, is now that she's this old, she could take care of herself. So now yeah. I can come down and do this kind of stuff. Yeah. As opposed to having to be like, okay, well, I need somebody to watch you. Right. Until you know, oh, she could have come down to hang out. Yeah, she probably would have loved it too. Yeah, she yeah. could have. She would have. We've had that. kids in here, and th- th- she's being older kids, so it'd be all right. Yeah, she'd be on the mic too, and probably listen to you. So we got, we got. Oh, oh well, I, would, I change it up when there's kids here. Dude. <laughs> yeah, we we don't swear as much. But I say poopy and mean guy. <laughs> <laughs> when we had uh, we had another eleven year old in here, and we had huh. a, a jelly bean challenge. You know yeah. those those mystery jelly beans that you don't know what they taste like. Oh yeah, yeah. We've okay. done that. So like we we, we appropriate. We kids, yeah, yeah, okay. We could do it for. That would be fun. I don't swear all the time. Well, no. that's fine. Yeah. We can be clean. I clean it up. Choose not to, though. Well, yeah, we've oh, done we some stuff for the radio we had to clean up. Yeah. That was harder because we did an improv skit. Okay. And usually when it's improv, I just tune in and I'm, I'm out, man. I just do whatever. Sure. And we had to clean it up for the radio, but and it never did anything with it. What that. station was that on? It wasn't. It was supposed to be for 104. It was, yeah, it was supposed to be for the X in Rockford. And, um, they screwed you over? Well, they, they, they kind of had a thing like 
do a handful of stuff for us, and uh, we're going to put it, it on. And it's unclear if it, they just put a kibosh on that idea, or if it's still in limbo and going to be used at some point. Sure, it's unclear, yeah. and it's it's been a couple months, and I mean we, we haven't really pursued like. What's going on with that? You know, at least sure. I don't know. I, I don't know if Dave I, has. I haven't talked to him in a while. But we sent we sent off the stuff and just whatever. When I, I, we assume maybe it's been aired and we don't we know, know it. Too. That could be too. I mean, they, they owe you royalty here. Mm-hmm. I, just, I and that's the thing. That. We aren't even caring about that. Sure. We just like well, you asked us to do some stuff, so we did it. And I don't know. Yeah. One of them could have been. One of them was cool with it. And the other one could have said no, or right. who knows, or maybe never made it that far. I don't. Yeah. Know. So somebody just needs to take that CD and put it back at the top of the list, and just you know revisit yeah. it again. So yeah, I'll text him later. Yeah, <laughs> we should about ask. It. <laughs> we should. Um, How about you? Now I know, and you for you. Oh, I turn. Think of the radio. I turns mm-hmm. the tables. Let's go. Now only the second guest to ever. Only the second guest to ever turn the tables on me. Right, oh, okay. Go ahead. I, bring it on. Um, okay. Well, I know that uh, you've. Um, I know you've been married. Do you have one of your own yet? I do. You do have four year old. Okay. Yes. Not with the woman I was married to. Okay. Um, uh-huh. You don't really want to talk about the, that whole marriage thing, do you? No. I mean, okay, good. So Let's I skip d- right if you didn't ask that. me any details, I'm not going to ask you any right. details. So. Yeah, it's probably better. Well, if you can go back and listen in the past. We've talked, <laughs> he and I had therapy yeah. for oh, about you? a year talking about uh, okay, his disastrous marriage and my yeah. disastrous marriage. Yeah, um, yeah I, have a, I have a four-year-old with the woman I'm with now. Okay. And uh, I don't... And then she has one too, right? Yeah, she has okay. an eleven-year-old. An eleven-year-old, yeah. okay. Which is who we. So have. you're so you're going through this as well too, the yeah. whole eleven-year-old and yeah, the yeah. attitudes and right, yeah. things like that. I didn't want to go there. I didn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, it exists. <laughs> it's better to not sit here and bitch about our kids, right? <laughs> right, exactly. You know, it, it, if you have kids, you know. Yeah. The or if you don't have eleven-year-old yet, you will find out. Yep. You have a girl though. I have a boy. Okay. Well, there's two boys: four-year-old and eleven-year-old. So, raising a, a boy from a girl is probably quite a bit different, I would think. No, emotional I mean, wise. Emotional wise, most definitely. I think, yeah. I think so. And then yeah. I think you've got. I don't know if you're going to get into that, but I think like, I don't know, a thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, where they they start to be into boys. Yeah, um, I, think, I, I wouldn't. As as a dad of a boy, I don't think I would want to deal with. Boys come in knocking on my door, wanting to talk, hang out with my daughter. Like, sure. Oh, so for you, how are you gonna? Well, the um, that is something that I did uh, think about. Her personality is the type of personality that is. Uh, she's very low key. Um, she she's completely okay sitting in the house. Mm-hmm. Like she does it. She's not going out there and getting into. Um, into trouble at all? It, you know, if somebody calls her up and says, "Hey, do you want to come over?" She'd be like, "Oh, okay, fine." Otherwise, she's perfectly content just sitting at home, right? Cool. You know, watching TV and that type of thing. So, um, we've already had a boy uh, situation happen, but um, you at know, eleven, huh? Well, yeah, um, and it was it was fine. It was quickly quelled, and it was her first experience that she ever had to deal with it. And it was uh, he, you know, made her feel bad a couple times. So we had to, you know, explain how that's you know uh, not acceptable. Right. And that uh, you know you don't have to put up with that at all. Um, I I 
one of the things that I really wanted to do uh, since I moved to Madison. Now, Matt, I moved to Madison about 14 years ago, and one of the first things that I discovered when I was uh, in uh, just you know, first moved down here. Uh, first, first moved down to Madison was uh, we hung out on uh, campus a lot, and we went to a lot of campus parties. And you know, we would always walk through the downtown area, uh, pretty sloshed ourselves. But we, I started noticing that there were a lot of. Uh, I would, I was hearing a lot of comments from um, the females or the 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 drunk teens. Uh, the drunk uh, college kids who were, you know, would make comments like, oh my God, I'm so drunk. And whether they were saying that in jest or, you know, trying to, you know, pass a suggestion on to the guy that she was with at all or not, but um, <laughs> what that told me was like, oh my God, these girls need to protect themselves. So from that point on, I said, my daughter, if I ever have a daughter, um, is going to learn karate. My daughter is my daughter right now is currently a green belt in karate. So she kicked my ass. Eleven year old and kicked my ass. <laughs> yeah. That's that's good though. That's really yeah. good. That's a good thing that I think a lot of kid, girls should know. Exactly. Yeah. You know, for times like that. Yeah. I think sure. so. I mean, the other thing I will say is it actually gives me a different perspective on uh, girls and. Um, uh, the whole, and not to go into the uh, Spice Girls at all, but in the whole girl power uh, aspect of it, um, and how, in, in a lot of respects, you know, why can't I or why can't why can't girls do it? Because, I mean, it's been proven it's not as popular, but you know, women do play uh, football, and actually, um, Madison does have a professional women's football team. Do they really? They do. I didn't know that. Yeah, they actually play up at the high school right up the street from where. Wow. Uh, where I live, so full, cool. full, full, like full contact. contact. Yeah. Wow. dude, I got we got a little sh- game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a full, a full lesbian too. I mean, you know, yeah. not, not that. Oh yeah, <laughs> the majority. We're not going there to check the chick out. I, oh, I yeah. obviously yeah. want to see girls just. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, I wasn't going there to check out the chicks. I was going to watch the game. Well, that's like roller derby and shit. They're all mostly yeah. lesbians and stuff too. Yeah. You know. Well, it, that that's the thing about uh, I, my brother-in-law um, got married and his. Um, his bachelor party that he wanted to throw was at a uh, roller derby. Nice. And so, yes, yeah, so here I am. Now, this is in Milwaukee, and I come into the stadium, and I just, like, they are, it. You, it's like, it was a, it's a stadium where they could do hockey games mm-hmm. and basketball games. And it, if you've ever seen either one of them, just imagine... Uh, about a third of that being used for a roller derby. So they're like in the middle of this floor and this huge stadium all around them and then we're all, like you needed binoculars literally to actually see what was going on. But here I am, you know, I'm I'm standing up and I'm pretty drunk at this point. So I'm standing up and just screaming at the top of my, you know, top of my lungs, rip her face off! (laughs) They're not doing any of that. They're not. I mean, they're barely just grazing each other and knocking each other, you know, Mm -hmm. out of the way. They're not doing anything like like that. Back in the day, we no, didn't have the, yeah. the, no. the real rough shit. Yeah, it was nothing yeah. like that. I want. I mean, I wanted. I wanted to see somebody get you know like a sprained tailbone or a, yeah, you yeah. know, cracked leg. You want to see something. blood and shit? You know, like a, like <laughs> yeah. a good old fashioned hockey fight. You want to yeah. see some good yeah. shit? Yeah, yeah. I want to. You know, they're wearing the protective helmet both to protect their heads and as a weapon. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was hoping for. That's what they're for. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, none of that happened. So. Yeah. Oh, what's this country coming to? <laughs> oh, it's politically correct bullshit. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're going to ban hockey in general. Well, uh, they're I doing would, everything they can to I'd get rid move. of the fighting. I'd move. Man. Did you know? Not, the not fight that, for fighting isn't enough. 
No, they, they still do it. They yeah. barely do anymore, man. No. They don't let them fight anymore. Yeah, they they try and they stop break it everything. Up. They just don't let it happen. It's unfortunate it's because it's. I don't know. We don't need to get into all that. I guess. Yeah. Well, I, I will say I, it always makes me laugh when people say, you know, how tough and rough and tough you know, football players are. I'm like, have you ever watched a hockey game? Have you? I mean, it's rare to leave a hockey stadium and not see blood. You know, mm-hmm. like it's just that's a common occurrence w- with hockey. Why? And now they're trying to change all of it. I understand for safety purposes, but right. at the same time, as a, as a fan, I like the guys getting into it a little bit. Right? You know, yeah. Well, that's like, I hear they're going to start ne- next year. NASCAR races are actually going to be on tracks. Like the cars are actually connected to like a track, like a no. like yeah, oh yeah, that's what they're doing cause to eliminate crashes and shit because it's dangerous. How in the hell could you do that? It's how the same thing. It's just like the track from like pass? Disney, how you just jump on and it just automatically just goes around in a circle and shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's well, the same fucking thing. Everything's rigged anyways, <laughs> right? <laughs> if they're going to have their own individual Hot Wheels track that they can That's go what it is, yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you pass another car? Uh, only in the corners. There's oh. like a, a, a little way X. Come in? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, in and out of I feel like you're making all of this up. <laughs> I am. I okay. Because it would make, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. I just patented it, so if it happens, it's soon yeah, the fuck out of NASCAR. Yeah. And we got it recorded, too, so we got proof. Yeah. That's right, my idea. Fuck you, NASCAR. Um, <laughs> anyways. Oh, that's, yeah, I don't know. It's frustrating, this world. It's so what crap. else is going on? What else are we What else are we doing? Um. Well, I... Uh, future plans. Well, future plans. Um, I'm actually getting behind the... Uh, um, not to go too deep into it, but I I I started to go back to church, and uh, uh, they asked uh, for assistance on their soundboard, and uh, so I'm going to be working on that and doing that kind of stuff now. Mm-hmm. So just to get a little bit back into it and see, you know, just it's been so long since I did any of that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's so like riding a bike. Yeah, yeah, I mean seriously, I'm just finding a lot of that stuff is you know kind of being like that, and then uh, I would love to go back into radio. Um, unfortunately, the amount of uh, I'd, I'm never going to get paid what I'm getting paid right now, right. and I'm never going to get paid what I'm getting paid right now to work overtime. So you know, it's right. it's never going to you know, match up. So if I did it, it would be purely for the love, you know, right. and all the right, right reasons. Right, right, exactly. And then unfortunately, those right reasons would take me during my weekends, the only times that I would actually have right. off. So mm-hmm. I, I I don't know that I'm willing to give that up yet. That's why. That's why I, when people ask me, you know, do I want another kid? I said no. I was like, after my daughter turned five, I was like, she's she's able to start taking care of herself yeah. now. I don't want to have to go through another five years of wiping asses and wiping nose. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't want to deal with that anymore. So, one is enough. I, I want my freedom back. So that's uh, exactly where I'm at. Like, man. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to have to I'm go through good with, with that. one. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, well, they should have another one to play with. This isn't a dog. This, this <laughs> yeah. isn't a dog. Why do people say cat? that? You know? Like, I get it. If you, it but honestly, and, you know, and the, and the thing that's so interesting is, is, like, have you seen most siblings? Have you seen the way they they don't play? No. There's a lot of fighting. There's that's, a lot of infighting. I must kill you. I will be the only one here. Right, yeah. exactly. No, don't yeah. kill your brother or sister. Right. Yeah. At some point, they're going to get into a get into a big fight, and yeah, and then what are you going to be doing? Yeah. Breaking that up? I, I don't want to deal mm-hmm. with that for at least eighteen years. Right. Right. You know, or, or, you like, some. or twins. If you had twins, I almost like twins would be easier because you have them right now all at the same time. Yeah. And yes, it sounds twins or triplets or something like that. Like at least you, you just got it down, done now, and you know. 
Mm-hmm. Having them sporadic, like five years apart. Yeah, I was going to ask you, yours, lot, are, yours are what, seven years apart? Four years apart? Well, I... Seven and eleven? Well, the eleven-year-old's not mine, so... Well, yeah, oh, they're not in here with you? The eleven-year-old isn't like... No, it's here, but yeah, they, and I, they fight. <laughs> I like it, yeah, yeah that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I, guess, I, I guess I took that the wrong way. I was like, the four-year-old's from me. The eleven-year-old's from previously with her. Okay. But, yeah, they... Them two, like, yeah, within my house, they both live here. Oh, okay. I don't know how you were asking the question, I guess. Well, I just, I didn't know if they look at each other as brothers, and do they have... Huh, I think the four-year-old looks at the 11-year-old as a brother, but the 11-year-old is, like, yeah. Don't have time for that's you. somebody else's kid, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. kind of. Sure. But, because we have that dynamic of, uh, the stepdad, step like brother, brother mm-hmm. but even though it's not a stepbrother because the mother's the same, you know what I mean? It's half yeah, it's brother. Like it's, it's all mm-hmm. Game of Thrones but, shit. Going and, and then you <laughs> have you have eleven year old's dad saying, "You know that's not your brother," even though it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean? So we have, we we have that element to deal with is that moron, and okay. you know it's, it's so. Is the eleven year old like Jon Snow then, or who? <laughs> Game of Thrones? Oh, don't oh, watch yeah, it. I don't watch no? it either. Okay, I've got all four seasons on Blu-ray. But I haven't got through them yet. Oh, okay. I'm aspiring to watch it. I started. I couldn't get into it. I couldn't. No. Some of the stuff was really kind of uh, uh, good. Um, the blood was really cool. I mean, I, yeah. I, I mean, I like blood and shit. Is but, awesome. yeah. but I think too, at the time in my life that I was starting to watch it, I just couldn't get into it. I had enough shit going on in my head. So sure. I, so I'm gonna revisit it eventually. Sure. I think. Yeah. But right now, I'm not a big avid fan. The way I like to do it is once the whole thing's done, then go back and binge watch. From the whole entire the very beginning all the way through. Yeah, I, I, I fell into that trap where I started. Uh, I uh, found this sh- uh, TV show, uh, Turn. It's about the Revolutionary War. And uh, the mm. first season was on. And it's like I just went one right after another. And after the 10th episode, it's like I had to wait until Netflix updated it. Yeah. I just went through the, in a week's time, I watched all the next episodes as, as well, too. And Isn't I'm that done. about a spy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember seeing stuff. about that. Yeah. It's good stuff. So, yeah, it looked pretty interesting. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's all the same dynamics. It's all I mean, any any of those types of shows have the same concept. There's always there's always a certain level of suspense and drama, and you know you have the supposed good guy, you have the supposed bad guy, and you always find out that there's always a deeper uh, plot behind all of this. And are, is the bad guy really that bad? And then they do something dastardly, and you're like, yes, I hate that guy. He's an asshole. But yeah, he kind of makes well. sense. Yeah. Like he's, he's, you know, I, I noticed this, and I don't know if it really has anything to do with anything, but all these shows where it's like they're uh, they're like these, not the MythBusters, but like myth hunt myth hunters or destination oh, shows. shows. Oh yeah, like all, Josh all, all these shows. Shit, yeah, or Jim Gate or whatever his name is. <laughs> it's not Jim Gate. Oh, it's, it's Josh. It's Josh Gates. <laughs> yeah, I was right. Yeah. Gates. Uh, uh, whatever. Yeah, like. Expedition Unknown or whatever it's yeah, called. And he yeah. Destination Truth or something. Anyways, yeah. all these shows where they're going to go... Like, the topic of the episode will be like... Um, they're going to find um, a hidden treasure. Sure. The, the lost treasure of Captain Morgan or something. Let's just oh, say. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the... So they, they, they present the whole case right up front. And then they're showing all this stuff. They're on the thing. And then the episode always ends never finding anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the entire season, no matter what it is they do, they never actually get anywhere with any of these things. It's just the adventure of him going and trying uh, a, a dung beetle with shit on it, 
and he has to eat it, and they're all like the gross out factor. And then, you know, the wherever they're at in the world, the the earthquake that happens or the whatever, right. he's, he, has, the he has to scuba dive shit. at some yeah. point. He has to go yeah. and get the house raised. He got spiders crawling on him. He's got to do. So it's like they have a checklist. There's shit they had to check off. And they do this the whole season, and the next season's the same shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Same thing yeah. with the, the ghost shows. They never actually get anything, but there's always that one chick that's, oh my gosh, you hear that? And it's that. What was that? It, it's yeah. that for, for 25 minutes in between the commercials. But none of, and the thing is, I will watch all these shows hoping <laughs> for the one time they actually get something, but sure. they never do. Right. No. And I almost feel like a fool because I keep coming back, but right. they never find it. Why? Yeah. Can we ever just get some? Why would we not release the fucking episode until we get something? Well, Let's see, in, something. in my opinion, the uh, the one that jumped the shark, you know the phrase, jump the shark, mm-hmm. um, that, that th- my, sh- my show that I would consider to be the jump, jump the shark one is the Sasquatch one. Uh, the, have you ever watched that Sasquatch show? Yeah. There's always that oh, yeah. one guy that is all about this Hunt, is clear, yes. Yeah. This is clearly a spot where he likes to nest. How the fuck do you know that? Like, right. what is really? Oh, you could just see. He that signs his name on the right. on the shit that he shits. You didn't see that? He actually signs his name and shit. It's oh cool. my god! Yo, oh, they love peanut butter. How the fuck do you know that? <laughs> really? Like, did you talk to him? About so he's that? out there with a jar of chip, smearing it on the tree, <laughs> right? Yo, so uh, that he can come back when he gets. <laughs> I think Big Feet tweet, Bigfoot tweeted the other day that he loves peanut butter. Oh, yeah. That's how they knew that. Because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's at Bigfoot. At Bigfoot. <laughs> no, at, at real Bigfoot. Yeah, at, exactly. At real Bigfoot. It's verified, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because Bigfoot's just some asshole off Minnesota, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's crazy. You know, it, it frustrates me, shows like that. But yeah. yet I keep watching them, and they're so fascinating to me. See, I did. I watched, like, when you start, first told me about Destination Truth, I watched, like, eight or nine episodes. And then I got to that same point, and I'm like, they're never going to find shit. I'm not going to waste my time with this anymore. I'm just, I'm not, so I stopped watching it. It is interesting learning about different cultures, the little bit that they do. But Nah, fuck that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you got to just accept that they're never going to actually yeah, they never will. find anything. I was watching another one the other day about... Um, they were going to go find Noah's Ark. Nice. And uh, l- let's be honest. If, if you go based on the Bible, that happened how many years ago? Yeah, 2,000 yeah, years ago? Yeah. According to the Bible. They haven't found it since. What makes you think you're going to find it now? And I guarantee you by the end of this episode, they're not going to fucking find it because right. I haven't heard about it on the news. Right. So I was like, should I should just turn this shit off for right now. Because why am I going to waste? For, and I wasted forty minutes of my life. Well, did it. you watch? Oh, did either one of you two watch the one where the guy got eaten alive by that snake? What? Do you no. ever hear about that? Yeah. They they hyped yeah. it up for like nine months live on A and E. This and, this night he's going to get eaten by a snake live and all this shit. He had like this specially made suit that he was going to let this python eat him and he was going to live inside of it or whatever, and then they were pull him out. Oh God. It and they, and they broadcast it, so everyone thought, oh, this is going to be so cool to see this sure. shit happen. It's a big ratings grab and. It lasted 38 seconds, maybe a minute full, and he, it almost broke his arm and crushed, started crushing his ribs, so they pulled him off him. And that was the show. Yeah, and I'm like, why would you hype it up so much and tell us all this great shit and lie to us? Because <laughs> the guy would have died. Nothing. Yeah. And I watched it, I'm like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? <laughs> you know, oh, I'm just going to, oh, the snake's going to swallow me and it's going to let me just vomit me back up. What the fuck did they think was going to happen? Open your mouth, I'm climbing in. Yeah, you know, it was, it was weird. A big letdown. It was so stupid. Most things are. That's why we just need to stop watching TV. That's why I don't own it. T- well, I don't own cable anymore. I don't yeah. have cable anymore. Me neither. 
you, you, why do you have cable? I do not. You do not? I do not. I uh, stopped my subscription and went and got a membership to the Y instead. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah, so one up this. Yeah, I don't have the number. I got Amazon Fire and, and TV and Netflix and shit. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I got Netflix <laughs> and Hulu. That was, yeah, it. Yeah. and then my uh, my uh, brother in law gave us his access to HBO Go. So oh. yeah, so I can nice. check that. So think I can get cool. that access to? Hmm? Um, well, I have to talk to him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be nice. We'll, we'll do that off air. We can do that <laughs> up through. Uh, yeah, don't don't give it out on the air. If you are. <laughs> HBO. It, it, it is uh, where you get your season desist letter right there. Yeah, right? <laughs> here's your email. You can, yeah. That'd be horrible. <laughs> but yeah, that, yeah, we do the Netflix, the Hulu, the um, Amazon Prime. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's honestly that's all you need anymore, right? To watch pretty much anything that's on TV, you're just gonna watch it a day late. Yeah, I tried explaining that to my brother uh, or my sister and uh, her husband about what it is, and they're like, "Well, you don't get the channel." I'm like, "That's not the point. You're not going for the channel. You're going for the show. show like, yeah. if you know Contact. the show, yeah, then that's what you're gonna go for. Yeah, but I want the channel." you watch every single show that's on that channel right and if so then why can't you purchase just that channel yeah this is the my biggest argument when cable decides they're ready to sell you the channel not a package right of 80 channels you're not going to watch then i will go back to cable but not a, a day sooner will i go back to cable until that point because i i only i watch three or four channels and then my fiance will watch Two channels, so I want to buy six channels. Right. I don't want to buy 147 channels. Ninety but of you them get them music. In, you get them in high definition. Yeah, well, you yeah, got to pay extra for that, though. Oh, you do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and, and I don't and want then, that. I don't. <laughs> and then you shit. have to pay more for the boxes so that you can have yep. them in multiple yeah. rooms. Yeah. And then on top of that, you got to have the DVR and the and the coffee maker one that you know all this <laughs> and like the smoking hot wife yeah they they just include <laughs> all this get it for that. mine actually came with a smoking hot ex-wife so <laughs> okay yeah. yeah I got mine refurbished oh that sucks <laughs> came with craps <laughs> or something um I don't know that's what I, I honestly think eventually you're gonna see that cable's gonna have to well, the, the problem is, no, is cable's they, they going have, away, dude. Cable's they going have away. deals, but, but that's the thing. They're they're losing to Netflix. Who they're losing to all these guys right now, and and that's why Dish and Directv are are still they're maintaining. But it's going to come to a point where if enough people get off of them, they've yep. got to do something. So either they're going to go out of business, or they're going to say, whatever contracts we got, we can't do this. We have to be able to offer just a channel. So we're going to say for. Nickelodeon, you're gonna you're gonna pay three ninety nine a month for uh, AMC. You're gonna pay four ninety nine a month for each channel. It's gonna be a price, and you're gonna pay that amount for that month. So you want twenty channels, you're gonna pay the price per channel for all those channels. It could still be one hundred and twelve dollars, one hundred forty dollars, whatever it is per month, but you only have the channels you want. Well, with commercials uh, and all this other stuff. HBO is actually doing that right now, where you don't actually have to have. A cable subscri- subscription to get HBO. You could get an HBO subscription, and you could go that way. Um, but that's just going to be that TV channel. A lot of channels are doing that too. And they're well, going to be doing channels that. Are realizing through cable companies, they're not making money. They're making more money by making a deal with Hulu sure. or on their own through like a Roku or a Amazon Fire. You can download yeah. the app. Yep. Yeah. You can. And then, and then the other thing is that, uh, um, and it's what um, um, Amazon did, and so did uh, Chrome. 
um, is they have that Chromecast or the Amazon mm-hmm. thing that you can plug into your TV. So you can project it on the TV now instead of mm-hmm. just having it on the device right. alone. So that eliminates the actual need to have yourself connected to, um, you know, hardwired into uh, your TV, hardwired into the network. You can just do it that way. And it's much simpler. And then with devices like that, yeah, mm-hmm. or, you know, channels to watch off of there, that'll, that's where it, that's where we're leading to the the companies are trying to figure out how they can make money off of that. Yep. You know, because right now there okay. is no there is no subscription. That's a one flat fee that you have to pay for it. And even if you don't have a um, a Chrome account, you could still go ahead and use it. So, yep. just wait. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, they'll find some way of screwing us over. And yep. that. Either some <laughs> somewhere they're either going to sue Netflix and Hulu out of business or whatever. Sure. Or they're going to make it so. Yeah, I, I'm sure they'll do something. Try yeah. and screw us all back to whatever, or they just need to adjust to the times. Well, I think what's going to end up happening is that the um, these digital cable companies are going to go strictly or more lean towards more like internet based portions of it, as opposed to having the TV and that type of stuff because they're not making money off of it. It's kind of like the phone company. For how long were they charging us? Um, for text messages, so it was like five cents for them, and you were mm-hmm. you were doing. I mean, you could literally rack up a huge bill mm-hmm. in one day sending two hundred messages. You know, I mean, it's not. It's it sounds like a lot, but it's not. It's not a lot to to text two hundred. You know, not anymore. Day. Not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So especially and when you get okay as a response right. or something. Right, and you would and you would actually get charged for not only sending a text but looking at the text too, because mm-hmm. then you got it on the bat. You know, you re- mm-hmm. for receiving it. So they were charging us, and then all of a sudden, like one company said, "Well, we're not going to charge you anymore for our text messages because it doesn't." Th- text messages are a simple format mm-hmm. in doing that. So we're not, you know, we're we, we'll throw you in, you know, free texting, and we'll just charge you more at the front, and then that way we'll make it look like you're not right. getting charged for that. Well, you still are, but it's not costing them anything, mm-hmm. right? So and then. They come out with these mini computer <laughs> phones. That's everything's <laughs> touchscreen. Yep. I've got a four-year... What was it? When will we figure out today? Three or four-year-old phone. I think it was three. So yeah. I don't know anybody else has a phone that's no, older No, because it was 2013. Yeah. So, yeah, three. I don't know anybody that has a phone older than, at this point, really like a year. Pretty much everybody's within a year because... Yep. Or two, because you can... Everywhere. It's just constantly new phones. And, like, I was looking at... Uh, the newest version of this, which is whatever it is now. I don't even know. I can't keep up. And it was literally like $699 for a phone. I was like, I could get a n- not that horrible, but not that great laptop. Like a, a laptop for that price. Yeah. That's insane. I'm not paying $700 for a phone. And now with uh, now with what Google's doing, where you can actually call through Google, Yeah. you don't have to, you know, you don't have to go ahead and actually have a phone anymore. Because it's just going, you know, based through the web. Well, what about when you're out and about, though? Like, I mean, you're not calling anybody. No, I do. <laughs> I do. I use mm-hmm. honestly GPS. Yeah, that's about. I mean, I use that and the texting feature. But yeah, if I'm home all the time, I don't think I would need it because if I I could do Google or Skype. Yeah. And, and See, I use FaceTime. Yeah. You know, and now actually Facebook. I just found out you can video message people yeah. on Facebook now too yeah you know just like FaceTime which was pretty cool that's it's wild mm-hmm. our technology what'll happen next 
I, I, they need to bring the prices down on the phones. Yep. It, it, I, I would. I don't like to use the word, but they're, they're raping people on these prices. Mm-hmm. There's no reason a phone should cost seven hundred dollars. No reason. I don't think. I mean, this thing better start making me breakfast. I'm paying seven hundred dollars for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you better be paying me rent. Oh. Yeah. Right. So I and I've contemplated. You know, like if it wasn't so difficult to go to the old shitty flip phone, mm-hmm. texting wise, because I text in such a big part, I would just go back to the, one of those, just and pay like thirty dollars a month, and I could literally they'd give you the phone for free at this. We like well, we got these just sitting around. Take mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. You know, but what you want is the one that can do everything with the apps and. Well, see, what I would, I think what would be a lot of fun to do would be to um, get, if, if, I, if I only knew how to create apps, because I would bet you, you could just take an old phone, create an app on there, and then be able to go ahead and do everything that you would without having to have a subscription to yeah. a phone company, you know, or, you know or, or a plan like that. Just connect sure, there's a way to like do a Wi-Fi it. or something. Right, Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, I did consider going to uh, back to school at MMI for the because they do offer a class like that. Guess how much they wanted eighteen months for 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 this degree to make like apps and things like that. It takes you eighteen eighteen months for this degree. I'm gonna go. I'd have no idea. I'm gonna say four grand. Okay, I'm gonna say closer like twelve or thirteen. Forty. Forty, 40 grand. Forty grand. Oh my yes. God. Pull it up. Pull it up. Feel I think free I, to I take paid a look. for day one. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, I was like, you forty have got grand. Yes. I was That's like, you have got to be kidding me. Now I believe they actually did make an announcement for whatever that actually means, but uh, that they are dro- uh, dropping their uh, classes. But yeah, there was forty grand. Jeez, that is crazy. Well, what they're projecting is that you're going to be able to make a lot more money. Because you have that education, but even still, I don't know anybody that would be able to go ahead and do that. That is ridiculous. But yeah, I looked into it. I was gonna go take a look at the. Uh, I was gonna go take a look at uh, possibly enrolling and you know taking up that class. And I was like, I have to take a student loan out, and unfortunately, at forty thousand dollars, there's no. That's way too expensive. Yeah. Well, what was your degree? I mean, like, how much was yours? I don't. Mine was just a couple. It's been paid off for years. Yeah, because I didn't. Honestly, I may may have be two or three grand times to get the full. My my bachelor's in psychology that I'm taking to become a drug and alcohol counselor Mm -hmm. is like twenty eight or thirty grand, and that's it. And that's for three and a half years of school. Ooh. Forty grand for this shit for eighteen months. That's for ridiculous. eighteen months. I was that's like, ridiculous. you can't. I can't justify it. There's and, no. And that's a bachelor's or is that associates? I don't even know. I, I think it's a certification. Well, or it's a diploma program. They don't even oh, put no. their where, it, like how much it costs. Well, you're in Minneapolis, or no? It's 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 they do it too now. Oh, they're in, doing it in, in Madison and Minneapolis. Go to admissions. Maybe the prices are in admissions. Oh no. If I could find that uh, form aid. again, yeah, I, yeah, I'll take your word for it. Forty grand—that's fucking ridiculous. It it's is. a lot of money, but I mean, if you knew that kind of stuff, I could just imagine the possibilities. Now, what we could do is actually find somebody who did spend the forty thousand dollars, go snag their books, yeah. and be able to just go ahead. You know, I'll pay you two hundred for your books. Yeah, that's the other thing. You got books on top of it. Yeah, I imagine. And oh yeah, oh, 
what a mom. <laughs> and let's be honest, you can find these jobs without the certifications or degrees. You just need to. You really can anymore. I almost, I, I, not, I'm not going against college, but it seems overpriced. It is, and it's just something not screensaver. It's fine. Not worth. <laughs> it's not worth the money that because you, it, look at all the people that are graduating from colleges now, and where do they end up? Starbucks. You don't need a degree to work at Starbucks. But that's where they end up because it's the easiest job to get. You can't get a job in most of the fields you get into degree in. Anymore. Right. You can I have get to. a psychology degree. Where are you working? You're not working as a psychiatrist or not now. But that's what I want to do. So in order for me to get there, I have I'm, to. I'm have saying this. that's a no. People like going to four year college. They get that because it's it's just something that you can get a degree at. And it, you don't got to like, you're not a mathematician. You don't Just have a to, generic associate yeah. is what you're talking And about. then they go get a job working somewhere that they're, it doesn't really, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't think you need a degree to get a, a good job. job. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah well, look at the job at Frito-Lay. Most of the guys there are making $20, $23 an hour. And a lot of them have degrees in mm-hmm. like other shit, not driving a forklift. Right. Not loading a truck, but yeah, they're because making more money now. Because you can make now. more money uh-huh. without, go- I don't know. Mm-hmm. In a lot of cases, I know with uh, um, specifically at UW, a lot of the things that they're going towards or leaning towards is uh, um, to be a, a better company or to be a company that you know looks better. Um, and being certified is that the staff also have to be certified as well too. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that, um, there was a big transition that took place because a lot of people. They were saying that you could get to a certain level if you had an associate's degree. If you wanted to get a, to a higher level in that same job, you had to get a a, a bachelor's degree. So a lot of the staff ended up leaving because they're like, I have an associate's degree. I don't have, and I'm not, I'm at the point in my life right now where I've got a family. I've got, you know, other responsibilities and other things I need to take care of. Going back to school right now is not an option. Right. So they ended up actually losing a, a bunch of staff, uh, which they figured. They, they figured, but they also realize though too, you're you might lose your old staff, but the new staff that's coming in already has have those requisites that you're looking for. Right. So because of that, there are you know they they're transitioning over in that respect. But again, it, it doesn't matter. Doesn't necessarily matter or say that the person that you're looking at or that was employed there can't do their job because they don't have that piece of paper. No. I think, you know, in a lot of respects, they should have been, and this is just, this is probably getting a little bit more I- internally political um, in regards to this, but I think they should have grandfathered the staff that they had and said from this day forward as of June mm-hmm. 6th, because that's the end of the their uh, calendar, um, you know, at that point then, Everybody that's hired from that point on is going yeah, to have to be it. this requisite, mm-hmm. right? You know, um, and have to be you know fall under this category. But everybody else prior to that, I mean, you are grandfathered in, and you have every right to go ahead and continue doing that mm-hmm. with the intention that you're going to move up in pay scale. You know, I, th- yeah. I think that would sh- that would have been fair. Unfortunately, they didn't, and you know, and and are now having to you know recycle their staff again. Right. And unfortunately, when you do that, the people that stayed are now having to teach those people as opposed to doing their particular jobs, you know, and now Mm -hmm. you have to, you have an entire new group, a new uh, um, uh, batch of people that are going to have to go through the same thing again, 
and be retaught everything. So right. Right. kind of makes it a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But, wow. Well. <laughs> what else? What is? What else, Jim? You're you're the guest. Okay. So let's see. We we covered. Is there anything pre you meeting me or me meeting you? Okay. Uh, that uh, is important to the listeners to get to know who Jim is. Um, and then, what's your future intentions with this network? Well, I in, I intend to marry your daughter, and I pe- intend to <laughs> be a good man. Okay. okay. Uh, and, and <laughs> sounds sounds good to me so far. All right. <laughs> you have my permission. <laughs> no, just give me a daughter. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I let's see here. Where do I want to go? I've always, I'd, ever since this was uh, initially brought up to me, I, I've always wanted to come and t- check it out. I always wanted right. to see what it was like and just to get a little bit uh, better experience at it and, you know, become a part of it, whatever it is. I mean, I'm yeah. still learning. I didn't even bother, I didn't bother listening to any of them prior. Oh, that's fucking bullshit. So <laughs> that I wouldn't, and yeah, so I would be like, okay, I'm walking in here. My first experience is my first experience on air. Yeah. So. No, I'm, it's just cool. like, I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. I figured it would be, you know, nobody would really care one way. So, yeah, it's I'm not applying this. for this job, so I really, you no, know, well, it doesn't matter. There's no pay. So even if you work, <laughs> we, I, you're hired. I, I could hire you, but you're not getting paid. I mean, honestly, it's a, it's one of those things you do for the love of doing it. Sure, it's it's a, it's a hobby. Yeah, that you know, depend on whatever. Well, uh, let me ask you, out of all the people that you've done, I mean, you're doing this for fun, and you're you're experiencing a lot of really cool things. So far, top five. What are the top five things that you've done with this, you know, that, that whether it was an interview that you did, a game that you did, uh, some kind of conver- a conversation that the two of you had where it's like, you know, it's really it was, it was lasting, and it's something that, you know, you think about periodically. As a really well, good memory, man. Uh, uh, there's an answer for all of those. Like interview wise, we've interviewed um, a chick that was at the time she was where in the world? She was in Amsterdam. No, she, she was in, in Belgium. Belgium. She was in Belgium yeah. as a guitarist for the touring Cirque du Soleil. Oh yeah. Okay, that's that was wild. Yeah. And then a guy who a guy's great great. Grandson, no, of, yeah, okay, he's the grandson. He's the, the we interviewed the great great grandson of a of a um, serial, serial killer. killer. Okay, out of Chicago back in like the 18, late eighteen hundreds. Okay, named A. J. Holmes. You know that guy? I have no clue. His his uh, grandkid. And and with that, there's a tie-in that it could be Jack the Ripper as well, because the guy supposedly spent time over in London at the time. The sure. And so it was a wild interview. So interview-wise, I would say those are the most, like, interesting. We've How had bands and stuff like see, that. And I like Wayland. Wayland was probably one of my favorites. Wayland was the cool. Band Wayland, but they, you know, know, I'm, I'm thinking, like... Sounds familiar. Yeah. Oh, we've had bands, though. We've had interesting we've had a lot of bands. bands in studio, performance studio. Sure. Just whatever. But I don't know. I, I Bands are... They're interesting. It's just they're bands. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, how how many questions can you ask a band? Unless you really want to like break down the people, right? And you don't really right. have time because there's two, three, four, five sitting here. It's sure. hard to really get into each guy. As for that, like, 
um, the ability to get into different events without necessarily having to have a ticket or sure. whatever because you're there as a podcast or, yeah. you know, you're kind of like um, walking around. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't know. Have you been recognized because of the podcast? No, or anything? No, I haven't. Like, but you like walking around with the credentials, the little badge on the on the front, and well, we really don't. I mean, it's not. I don't. I never. I don't walk around. I don't. I don't use it for that. I don't know. I. I don't know. What was the question? <laughs> what <laughs> top five moments? Top five moments of just in general, like conversations we've had. Like, there's a lot of conversations that. Dave and I have that I don't think most people that I have like that just I'm friends with would entertain the conversations sure. that Dave will at least entertain with me. Yeah, I'll go to hell and back with him just because <laughs> I, you know, I I don't mind. It. I like it. Like I come from an acting background. I, I did Second City for a while in Chicago. Oh, nice. Um, so any outlet for me to act, I'm sure. all for. So he created my. My show, which is the Rock Vegas podcast, where we do the improv fun games and stuff. So okay. that that's my favorite. I love doing that. But I also, I'm, I'm really liking Think Tank, too, which is the one where we just discuss, like, the conspiracy theories and all yeah. those other crazy things out I there. I open Pandora's know. box. Yeah. And Most of the time, Dave enough. has no idea what we're talking about. And I'll just be like, today we're going to do this. And Dave's finding out as we're recording. Other times, I give him a heads up to look into things <laughs> and who knows where they're gonna go we don't sure. ever know we don't have a plan it's just no and some of them suck me in like right away i'm like oh dude i can't we gotta keep doing more of this okay and others i'm like eh, that was cool What's so next? like <laughs> it, it gets that's cool when you can like get into those conversations sure some of the interviews getting into places that you don't have to pay for. Sure. Like, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're working on with the beer one to get into beer festivals without having to buy tickets. Sure. That would be awesome and ideal Well, you to promote and things like that. What are your thoughts on actually doing a... Well, you do that beer tasting thing on oh, Thursday yeah. nights. Yeah. So then do you ever consider broadcasting from one of their locations? That's that's what we're working towards. That's yeah. part of the thing. Like, we've, brought, we've done things um we've done a, at a brewery sure um at the brewery had a rep from the brewery um and we everything like so it was i think it was like six of us six or seven of us there all the beer was provided they let us sample food everything was just here you sure. guys talk about it taste it eat it and give your opinion and we'll record our episodes and all that now that was really cool that's the kind of stuff we'd like more to do and not just for the free aspect of it but the fact that, like, hey, here's a brewery that's taking a chance on a podcast. They're coming out of pocket sure. saying whatever this would cost and for normally to buy. They're going to say, hey, here you go. And hoping for that cross-promotion. You know what I mean? Sure. We talk about it, people listen, and then they go to that brewery saying, you know, I heard about this particular beer or this food or whatever. I want to try this now. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's what we want more of. So I we guess it's, a- it's to be making it to eventually make it something where we could start making money or at least expand out to even more people. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, if that's the case, then we should see about, you know, coming up north and see if we could get a, cu- you know, a couple places mm-hmm. up in my neck of the woods. That's the goal, I mean. I can make some calls. Yeah. See what we could do. I like it. Yeah. Where Where did you end up going when you were up in town, the last time you were up in town? Oh, wow. Uh, like two weeks ago, yeah, or whatever. 
We went to, well, we got the tickets at the malt house. Right. It was right out there. And that's, we went to Hopkins. What, did you, th- what did you think of the, the malt house? I didn't go in. What? Because oh we were outside waiting for in, in, in the rain, uh. cold weather. I never actually went in because there was a 40 potty outside. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, it was so cold, I should have went inside. But they didn't open. We were already out there for seven hours at the point they opened. Sure. And I was so miserable and moody at that point that okay. I didn't want... I just wanted to sit there, be left alone, buy the tickets when they finally started selling, and go home. I had had two hours of sleep in like 30-something hours, and I was cold, wet, and sick of being there. And I was really contemplating, do I want these tickets that bad? (laughs) But I know know in August when we go to the Great Taste, I'm going to be so glad I did that. Okay. Because I have a ticket. You know, it's so much fun. I don't know if you've been. I have not been. Um, I've heard a lot about it. Lots, it's, lots yeah. it's a lot of good fun. Yeah. yeah I, went, good I went to the Great Taste of the Midwest in Racine, and that was definitely worth it. Yeah. That was that was really good. So they do another, a different, or a, I wonder if each town does their own version of it. They can. Yeah, I mean. Remember I told you there's one in the Dells, but it's not called the Great Taste right. Midwest. The Dells one was smaller, but it was decent. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's uh, Great Lakes Brew Festival ah. is what it's called yeah. uh, in Racine. And, yes, definitely worth definitely worth a $50 ticket mm-hmm. and, you know, worth checking out. Um, my favorite area was the uh, uh, going into the microbrew section. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, one of the reasons that I actually did stop drinking was because of the fact that I got really bad ref- uh, uh, reflux mm-hmm. from it. And it's uh, specifically craft beers, mm-hmm. uh, really just bad reflux issues. So I was like, I no. I just need to step away now. So that's what that's really what did it for me. But um yeah, I loved going to the beer festivals. I think they're a lot of fun. Um mm-hmm. I'd love to uh you know go on a go on a little tour with you guys to take you up to like Milwaukee and have you guys go through um the third ward. I think there's like three breweries uh along the way. And you can actually get uh um you could do a pub crawl. Um, with one of those bikes that's a that's a, a beer. Oh yeah, or, uh, where everybody bar. pedals. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You could you could get one of those and <laughs> for a couple hours and just ride that's up and down. Cool. Yeah, yeah. You could just sit there and bike on that. Now it's right along the river, which the river has a tendency of swallowing bodies along the way. So <laughs> there's. Because there's always that one person that, for whatever reason, the drunker they get, the better swimmer they believe they become. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. So, oh yeah, that causes some issues. But yeah, it's definitely horny goats up there, right? Yep. Yeah. Horny goats could be. I went there. That was a. That's a really cool outside bar. Yep. That's uh. Um, I used to go to. My hometown had a uh, uh, has a uh, brew taster, uh, brew tasting place where, as the night. In most places that you go to, you get a little. You guys get a little shot glasses, or you get the full pints. Typically, uh, what do you guys get? It depends on the one. Well, we yeah, we, I've been to ones where we get the little glasses. We got a nice flute-looking glass from, oh, from nice. the Rockford one. Yeah, there's that that, that that kind mug. of mini, that mini mug on the right over there. It's upside down right now. The far right, right in yep. front. Okay. We got that one at uh, the Great Taste a handful of years ago. Last year at the Great Taste, we got... Um, I think the glass I dr- was drinking out of earlier, it's upstairs. Yeah. I like that boot. Was that boot from one of those as well, too? Uh, I, don't remember, be I don't remember where I got the boot from. At the, honestly? I don't remember either. I don't have any idea. Seems like maybe somewhere in the Dells, maybe? Okay. I don't okay. think it was a festival, though. Okay. Yeah, I think it was a but Yeah, every year it's a different glass, and 
So what they would do um, is every single year you would get a full pint glass, whether it was the actual mug style pint glass or you would actually get a, a, a pint pint glass. Mm-hmm. Um, and it the rule is in the first hour they're only supposed to fill it up that much. By the because um, it's from five until nine, so four hours of drinking. And as the night goes on, your glass gets fuller, so that by the end, by the last hour, you're getting full pint glasses of it, and you're just, you know, slamming them back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know if those are where you guys are experiencing as mm-hmm. well, too, or they still yeah. do those. Well, uh, last year when we went to the Great Taste, towards the end, we were, we were uh, interviewing like uh, the guys from the different breweries. Sure. And we'd walk up there, and before we do this interview, let me get you guys a pour. Or right after them, let's get you. And they were literally like, "There's a line on a lot of those glasses where it's a two ounce pour or three ounce pour or whatever." Right, right. And they're filling that thing up, and you're just like, and you're shit faced already at that point. Like, <laughs> here I am trying to hold microphones, and I have no idea what the hell's going on. Like, I am out of it, drunk. And year before that, we don't really need to talk about it. <laughs> not, not, it was like two years before, two years me before and Dave that. went, yeah. and. Somehow we ended up across the street at band camp. JJO's band camp. Yeah, my and I don't remember how we got friend over. now fiance was there, and we wanted to. I wanted to go see her because I was dating a girl. She didn't let me be friends with her, and I wanted this chick, so we just went. We to got go smashed at at, at <laughs> uh, the Great Taste. Walked across the highway, awesome, over to band camp, and drove into band camp with a golf cart. With a golf cart <laughs> that we that was parked at in the back of the Alliant Energy Center there. The, okay. the arena. Yeah. Somehow we ended up because that's a little bit further past. Like it was in the right. grass here. So we somehow went. We, we t- had to go around. And we we tried to like buy tickets backstage. or something, and yeah. or we were like, we're not buying tickets. We found the golf cart. Somehow we got on the golf cart, had the key in it. We drove <laughs> into. Then we drove up to security. The guy looked at us and was like, "They're on a golf cart." Opened the gate. We drove <laughs> right the fuck in. Pulled behind a, a tent. Got off the golf cart. Left the key in it. And walked up to the security guy to get into the like pit area because sure. that, that was a food area in yeah. general mission. And we we're like, "Yeah, man, we lost our wristbands." We're in a mosh and, pit. There you go. Here's wristbands. wristbands. We were right here on the stage. <laughs> oh, Never made a dime. Awesome. Yeah, that was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Hopefully, the statute of limitations is out on that. We've talked about it before, I, and it's in my book too. And it's in, in Dave's book that we wrote. Man, like that was a wild day, and yeah. that was my first great taste experience. Okay. Yeah. Last year. We went without Dave. Dave had quit drinking at that point, and uh, yeah, we, it was it was more so to go interview and stuff like that. Sure. And it was fun, but got to remember to drink water and eat pretzels and things like that to like soak that shit up. Because if if you don't, which I forget to do once I've got like three in, sure, and then it's just uh, shit yeah. show after that. <laughs> it is what it is. I remember the last year I went to the Great Taste was the first time Tall Bre- Tall Grass Brewing Company came. Yeah. And I really like Buffalo Sweat, and I was trying to, like, because they were doing it out of cans. Oh. I was trying to get more and more cans, so the guy was like... Fridge right there. I know. I saw it earlier. <laughs> and uh, we were talking, and somehow I got on the topic, if I bought a, a, a T-shirt from the beer company two down from them, yeah. he'd give me a bunch. So I went down, spent 20 bucks on a T-shirt, and he gave me, like, six cases of their beer. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Ooh. I was just carrying the shit out, and the guy, the security's like, what are you doing? I was like, he got me have it. I'm leaving with it. And I just walked out with the shit. It was nice. awesome. Yeah, I had all kinds. Of, it was before they had the sours. I was kind of mad about right. that, but yeah, it was really cool. Well, the um, the first year, the first couple of years that um, uh, Fat Tire and their uh, um, and their beer came out, they had a um, 
they had a representative come out to the uh, brew tasting that I was at, and they were giving stuff away. I mean, we're talking keychains, T-shirts, anything that you can. And sure enough, one one of the things that they ended up uh, giving away was the uh, the actual bike bell oh, that you could ring. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it's a set fat tire on it. I was like, oh, I'm so it, like. I don't even think she gave it to me. She just showed it to me. I'm like, thank you. I just took it. <laughs> it's, it's, it yeah, now it's That's on my daughter's bike. That's kind of how I got that flamingo up there. <laughs> we were in the middle of, middle of an interview, and it, it was right next to me, and I was like, pick that up. But underneath my arm, next thing you know, I was outside of gray taste <laughs> with this flamingo, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I took this flamingo right in front of the guy while he's answering <laughs> questions. <laughs> And I'm sure they have me like, ah, fucking drunk, I took our flamingo. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, they're probably like, I keep telling you to stop bringing them, people keep stealing them. Yeah. Like, oh, no, they might steal so these now things. Now it's here, know? it's just up there. Yeah. You know, that's oh, how that's we have a flamingo in the studio. <laughs> uh, it's a story, and yeah. somebody will ask someday, what, why do you have a flamingo? Funny story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I, I will say that for whatever, you know, for, for whatever it is, um, Drunk story is always the funniest because yeah. it usually consists of somebody daring you. <laughs> like I dare you. Know, like, the last time I went out with my uh, my one brother in law, walk into the back of this bar. I've never been in this bar before. Walk in the back of this bar, and there's this um, this baseball mitt, but it's a like a blow up baseball mitt. And I was like, my god, that's that's really cool. It looks like a hat, or like a like a chair, like a blow up chair. Right. I'd love to have that. And my brother-in-law just looks at me. He's like, do you want to take it then? He's like, I dare you to take it. Like, Are you serious? Are you really going to dare me to do that? He's like, yeah. So, okay. I grabbed it. He didn't realize that I knew that there was a back door. So I was like, I grabbed it, walked out the back door. His truck was right across the street. I went out to his truck, threw it in the back, came back in, and acted like nothing happened. Next day, I had to, this mm-hmm. is like, we went to this bar after a church festival. So next day, I had to go back to the church festival. I walk over to his truck, and I'm like, is that thing still in your truck? He's like, yeah. He's like, what are you going to do with it? I was like, I don't, know, fuck, I don't even fucking want the thing. <laughs> he's, like, I just, he's like, you took it because you, you said, me. yeah, you said you wanted it. I'm like, you dared me to take it. I took it. Okay. So, I mean, just countless stories like that where people just dare me. I'm like, okay. All right. Oh, you, you don't think I can walk out of here with this big ass mug? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. You know, yeah. and sure enough, that's I, how we ended up with the uh, the beer tube over there. That you see on the other side of the CDs. There. Nice. Where'd so, you get that from? Um, I don't want to say the, the place sure. specifically because I don't. Um, but it was a local bar. Quaker steak? No. No yeah. local here. Oh, local bar. Local oh, like Rockfordish. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, we we had drank everything and then. And that's not an easy thing to walk out with because no, no, no. there was it's no back huge. door. Okay, we walked out the front door past security with it. Yeah. They have security. What? Well, well, they have them, them big guys that sure. stand by. Check the door. your IDs when you come um, in. Check your IDs when you come in, and then you know to break up fights and things like that. It wasn't like. Is this down by the BMO Harris uh, ice no, house area? It's oh, okay. We'll tell you off air. Yeah, I'll tell you off air. Just because I'm, I'm just going to keep on asking you. Yeah. <laughs> Applebee's. Like, no. yeah. <laughs> um, Sexy McDonald's. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we literally just walked up. And nice. like with it kind of in front of us. And uh, it was it was a little bit a little bit of planning. Like everybody kind of get in the line and we're, and everybody just keep moving. <laughs> and it'll, it won't be the first person in line, but it won't be the last person either. It's going to be somewhere in between... You know, two and six, sure, and uh, just go. And they're not going to notice, especially if the first one's like, 
Woo! You know, and out the door, you kind of everybody just acts and, and smiles at the guy and all that. And I'm sure once we got out the door, they're like, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, but we're already out now. And, and as soon as I got out that door, and I wasn't the one that was walking out with it, but as soon as we got out that door, I grabbed that fucking thing. And I ran to the car because I was like, if they're gonna come, if they're gonna realize it, they're gonna come out. Sure. And I want to in my car and pulling out of the parking lot by the time those big six foot eight guys are like, hey, I took our, you know, like. Mm-hmm. And so we got away with it, and here it is. Nice. And then there's another place. <laughs> we got another one, but that one actually ended up in Texas. Oh, it's now in Texas. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it got smuggled out of a place and then into a suitcase and now down to Texas. It's a with a big suitcase. Yeah. It was a little bit smaller than that. It was one of those shorter ones, but like wider. Sure. Yeah. Mm, that's nice. cool. Pretty good nice. at stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I have a tendency to be pretty good like that. Another <laughs> reason why I don't drink. I just take the beer mug. If I'm not ready to go, if I'm ready to go and I still have beer, I'll just take the beer mug with me <laughs> and drink it in the car. <laughs> yeah. I've done that plenty of time. I, I've got many of those at home. Yeah. I'll never forget. I was uh, working. Uh, do you guys um, ever hear of a restaurant called Damon's? Yep. Yeah. Okay. We used to have one in Rockford. And, and there's one in James. James, or there was one in Jamesville. But yeah. Yeah. The, I think they were completely shut down. Now. Yeah. I used to work at one over on the east side of uh, Madison, and one day there was this. Uh, these two guys conned these two women into coming and having dinner, and they. I mean, they seriously had a huge bill. I mean, they were. Prime rib, along with uh, um, uh, ri- you know barbecue ribs, right. drink after drink after drink. I mean, each person had like three gla- you know twenty-two ounce glasses around them. Whether you know any of them were completely empty at all or not, I don't know. But they each had their own you know drinks, and needless to say, like just racking up a bigger and bigger bill. And then finally, my manager and I didn't know that this was all going on, but they had been monitoring them and watching them to see what they were doing. And finally, my manager was like, "Okay, guys, uh, I just want to make sure you know I have no problem with you guys." Go- going ahead and ordering all of this but you guys you know you guys are going to take care of this right well that set off the firestorm because now that these two guys were basically conning these girls into coming and were ditching where they were their objective was to have a meal and ditch the bill as you know as quickly as they could so sure enough what did they end up doing the guys were like we're going to go to the bathroom the bathrooms are right by the front door, and mm-hmm. they just walked right out. Yeah. So sure enough, then the girls are left there. They have no idea what is going on here, and so then they start to start walking out. Well, the you know manager stopped the girls, and then my boss is like, "Hey, Jim, get out there and see about chasing one of those guys down." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> you know, I'm you know nineteen, twenty, you know." Okay. I have no idea what the hell and that, what's going on. So I go out there. I go ch- take a look and see what's going on. I see this guy walking through this parking lot. Now there's this the restaurant was adjacent to uh, uh, Target and a bunch of other stores along the area. So the so the parking lot is just enormous. Mm-hmm. This guy is walking through the parking lot with a prime rib in his hand. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know. Like mm-hmm. it, was he gonna like is he holding on to this for later? Or, you know, is this something that he's going to eat on the road? I, I, don't, know. I don't know. But he's, like, trying to run for the woods, which is on the other side of the uh, of the uh, parking lot with a, with a stick in his hand. And I, by that point, I'm just like, I, I'm not chasing you down. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, your, prime, your prime rib is not worth me chasing you down right. at all. And you getting 
kicked or right, exactly. Oh, yeah, stabbed, you know, yeah. yeah. And there's nobody, you know, there to ha- you know back me up, you right. know, to, you know, make sure that this guy doesn't hurt me. I can't believe they would even send you out there. Well, it was funny because then I had to, you know, the, the, sh- the police show up and the guy's like. Yeah, the police officer is like, yo, can you describe the guy? Well, he's wearing a sweatshirt. He's like, yo, can you do it? You know, describe anything else? Well, he was carrying a 22 ounce prime rib. <laughs> he's like, 22 ounce prime rib. You know, like you put it in his report. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god. Can't they look at security cameras and get a picture of him? If we had a security camera, they probably could. Yeah. You know, I have no idea. Wow. I have no idea. Didn't, didn't Damon? Wasn't that the place where they had the camera and they would like, because they had the three big screens up front. Yeah. And they would put like the birthday table or whatever like somebody's having a birthday on one of the screens and yep. you have to sing every birthday yep do you have any idea how fucking pissed people were that we would do that guys yeah I nobody know. wants that attention i mean mm-hmm. I, it's it's supposed to be fun it's supposed to be a good time i get it but when the whole restaurants yeah the whole restaurant's yeah. like you. really yeah i forgot about that the big yeah. screens in the, the dining room there yeah i forgot yeah. about that we, yeah. we got one person while it was still in rockford we got them we took them there they weren't familiar with the chain sure Took them there for their birthday, and next thing you know, they're up on screen. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! Like, it's it's pretty. That was a clever idea, and from what I remember, it was a pretty decent place. Yeah. I wonder why they went out of business. Too many people stealing prime rooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, my favorite story about that place is the uh, um, so they had an entertainment area, like an entertainment booth. So they and in this booth they had um, like. Uh, we don't see them anymore, but they used they would have like seven VH uh, cassette recorders. Uh, they would have the uh, um, um, Directv um, boxes, you know, like seven of those, and like all these different um, devices that you could broadcast various shows. Um, their objective at once upon a time was to be like, if it's on satellite, we'll get it for you. If it's pay per view, we'll get it for you. It's not a big deal. If it's on Directv, we'll pay the subscription, and you know, we'll get it there for you. So. You'll have to come here uh, to to view that, mm-hmm. and so it was a great idea. But they also had satellite. Now satellite is not filtered as well, so there were uh, times where like, and we would get a little. Uh, it was kind of a uh, preview screen where we could actually watch what was going on on a station without it projecting to the. Um, all the customers and everybody that's sitting there. Mm-hmm. So we would be sitting there watching there, and, my, and one time I just happened to be flipping through the satellite channels, and I happened to come across the uh, uh, the porn station. <laughs> and now they didn't show very much, you know, at that, but you, you got the gist. You knew what mm-hmm. was right. going on. And it was hilarious because what I didn't know was actually on the screen. So oh, here, good. yeah, so all of a uh-huh. sudden you get a couple, you know, dads, hey, check, you know, check screen four, and they look at sure enough, yep, there it is, right <laughs> up there. So <laughs> my boss uh, kind of like, you know, sent, you know, sent myself and my coworker who was also knew how to work in this room, um, you know, just set us aside, was like, you know, just make sure none of that happens. It's like, I know you guys want to do that kind of stuff, but, you know, d- just don't get busted while customers are here. I'm like, all right, fine. So I was like, well, you know, that was kind of a dick thing to do, so I'm going to do a dick thing to him. (laughs) This is my own mind at that time. And so after the shop closed, I took every single one of the TVs, and I think there was 13 of them in there at the time, and I turned them all to the porn station, then turned the entire system off. 
The next day, manager comes walking in. The first thing he does is turn it on and walked away. He had no idea what was oh, going on. Nice. Sure enough, every all of a sudden he hears women moaning. <laughs> yeah. So he comes out and he sees all of this porn on the screen. Yeah. So there's a little funny. bit of revenge. Yeah. So. That's yeah. pretty good. That's good shit. <laughs> I like that. I think I think I'm about to end <laughs> for today at least. All right. Um. Thanks for being here, Jim. Thanks for coming. Hey, anytime down. I can tell you stories about porn and like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. <laughs> nice, Dave. As usual, thanks, thanks for having me, Ryan. And uh, yeah, all right. Till next time. Till next time. Peace. There you have it. Fun little interview there with uh, my uh, good pal Jim and uh, my good pal Dave. Ironically, and I didn't even realize this until I literally started the episode, or the interview I should say, uh, that I met both of them at that same job literally about the exact same time. So, pretty crazy. And uh, here they are. Still both in my life. Dave more so than Jim, but uh, yeah. People I met several, several years ago, and they're still still here. Uh, all part of this fun little project, this hobby of podcasting. So, uh, pretty cool, fun little interview. Uh, thanks, Jim, for coming down from Madison, and uh, good luck. Uh, with your, with your, with your endeavors, either getting back into radio or podcasting or whatever it is. Um, but this isn't the last time you'll hear from Jim, because next week, I think it's next week. Let me check before I go ahead and yeah, next week. Jim, big sports fan, uh, always been a huge sports fan. We get into uh, the the conspiracy of sports rigging, meaning like, uh, well, I don't know. I'll talk more about it next week. But, uh, yeah, sports rigging. So that's next week. Oh, and then, uh, yeah, anyway, I'll, I'll, there, there's another little uh, piece about next week's episode that uh, I'll explain in next week's intro, and then we'll get into it. But, uh, yeah, so next week... That's that's how I'm gonna set it up to you, sports rigging. Um, if you have any ideas, comments, questions, concerns, um, you want to send me uh, links or news stories or whatever uh, for for future podcasts, thinktankpod at gmail dot com. That's where you go. That's where you send the email, uh, or you can tweet the links at me or whatever you want to tweet at me. Obviously, you only got so many characters. Uh, but it would be at the Think Tank Pod on Twitter. Don't forget the Aryaman.com. Click the sponsor tab, Amazon banner. Buy whatever you want. They kick us back a small percentage. PhoenixBeardOils.com. Promo code D2R. When you go to checkout, you're going to get 10% off your entire order and a free sample. Yeah. And you can use those uh, beard oils on your on your head hair or if you have like a really hairy chest or something like that. 
Uh, so it's, it's it's for body hair, basically, no matter where it is. So, with all that being said, next week, sports rigging, Jim joins us for that. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.
Listening to the D2R Podcast Network, brought to you by Dream to Reality Entertainment. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the D2R Podcast Network on iTunes. Give us a rating and leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate it. Your word of mouth is our only advertising, so please do us a solid. Share us with everyone you know. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>